you need a great opener like somehow we're adults do do we could record like, that like right some now some kind of like we could record that right oh, now everybody be quiet somehow we're adults <laughs> i like i think that's probably why i like doing the podcast so much it's mm-hmm. like i enjoy educating people yeah but i don't like doing it in the traditional sense of being a teacher yes because then it's controlled by the government and mm-hmm. fuck the government bro <laughs> i hate i like i just i think that uh there's so many things wrong with it. i mean that's half the reason i like doing the podcast so much is because it's basically a way of teaching people different things i mean that's why the name of the podcast is somehow we're adults because everyone takes different life paths mm-hmm. and that's not something you really think about much when you're in high school and then like especially when you come out of high school or college and you're like trying to transition to like adulthood like mm-hmm. school does not do a good job of setting you up for what real life is like no not at all yeah I, and i think like part of that especially if you're from a small town and you know i just knew if you're smart you know you can be a doctor a lawyer an engineer but i'm like you know yeah. your paths you're like i don't know and so i think it's like honestly really helpful to just learn about the kind of paths people take just yeah. like learning you know yeah. how'd you get where you got right you know? i mean so much of it is like like uh when i had andrew on i was like you know like I, like what the fuck have you done like you've, you've done so <laughs> many different things and i'm like yeah there, there's like he's had a million lifetimes literally <laughs> yeah in 10 years and i'm literally like tell me the different like how did this all happen because mm-hmm. like i mean it's every everything starts as like a story that's what yeah. i like about it and mm-hmm. um you know to get that story from individuals you have to like be friends with them and like yes. talk to them and get and like have a full conversation like a like a phone's put away, like a podcast basically. Right, and that's right. what I liked about it so much. Um, and that whole concept, like, I mean, that's really like I facilitates mean, the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It creates a good environment for that kind of conversation mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. No well, distractions and none of that. Yeah. yeah. That's the good yeah. part. Yeah. Cause like how many times will you talk with somebody like just in like their living room or something like that, or mm-hmm. like in the car or something. And you're yeah. like, they're like, uh huh. Like, like, yeah. You or get, you're watching a show, like something else is going on. Yeah. Yeah. You're not solely focused on communicating and right. having a conversation. And that's, my favorite like mm-hmm. i love i like I, groups are fun too as far as like talking in groups but like mm-hmm. everyone wants to say something i mean that's a normal human thing to like yeah try and cut somebody off and be mm-hmm. like this is what i think it's more important to say this right now than what you were saying right and um and so it's easier for me to do like the one-on-one stuff mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah not a huge fan of public speaking surprisingly like you put me in front of a group of people <laughs> i'm quiet as well <laughs> unless yeah. it's like a group of my friends that i know and then all he won't of them. shut up to be fair None of us do at that point, especially because there's normally <laughs> alcohol involved. If there's a group of friends, <laughs> that's true. Um, but like in, in a one-on-one situation, like I'm cool, like talking to anybody. Like I, I'll, as I was saying, um, I think it was in the last Andrew podcast or one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I, I talked with Robbie, the black belt at your gym. Yeah. And um, and I literally like like I just met this dude, just learned his name, mm-hmm. just rolled with him. And I started like doing a podcast interview kind of thing, like next <laughs> to him. I'm like, this? so what did you start? Like, how did you get here? Like, how long have you mm-hmm. been doing jujitsu for? And like, the next thing you know, I'm just like asking a bunch of questions and probing like for answers. But yeah. that's just my, like, I noticed I do that with like anybody that sounds like, like, if I think about who, like, what I think of, like, what my first impression of them is, is I'm like, okay, now tell me your stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. No, no, I think that's, yeah, people are interesting. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you told me that you wanted to, like, like that you worked in finance and that you wanted to talk about like like you're the one who brought up the idea of you wanted to do a podcast at some point yeah but it's along that same idea as like i'm like so 
maybe it's a fear i don't know i i just like don't like being like having myself out there again like where does that stem from like i have no idea yeah but um so i guess that's been like the main thing and then like i've always told andrew like i don't i want to write a podcast i want to produce one you know what i mean like i don't want to be the person like actually (laughs) doing it but well, know. you don't have to do video either, too. So, like, you That's can keep true. your face off of stuff. Yeah, like, you to... use a fake name. You, it's like, what, your voice? No one's going to, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, like, it's kind of, I feel like, you know, a little self-absorbed to think that anyone cares. But yeah. well, <laughs> they don't. Well, it, it, well, I mean, so much of culture, like, you turn the TV on or, like, you hear your friends and be like, oh, my God, did you see what Kim Kardashian said? And, like, it, yeah. you know, when you put yourself out there to be loved, you also put yourself out there to be hated. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. something I'm well aware of as far as, like, you know, like I'll post a video on social media or something like that for mm-hmm. the podcast. And like, it'll, like I had uh, several videos get several thousands of plays and like, yeah. that's super cool. Like, oh wow, look at the exposure it's getting. Mm-hmm. People must like this video. <laughs> right. And then you'll have like four comments. You're like, you shouldn't be drinking and posting that online. Yeah. And, like, there's all this, there's like, been a couple negative comments and you're like, yeah, I literally like, I'm, like, I'm a guy. I like, can't control yeah. how they feel about it. Like, right. If you don't like it, you like, I always look at it like if you're, if you're not my audience, you're not going to listen. Right. So if, yeah, you, if totally. somebody is my audience, they're going to listen. Mm, so Yeah. And I think, yeah, there's a difference between like, you know, like obviously you want to approach like sensitive topics with sensitivity and like mm-hmm. kindly, but I feel like you always do that. You know, you're never yeah. just like spewing stuff that's like out there. I try to be sensitive <laughs> about it, but then sometimes like wait, we'll wait, have a couple of drinks, we'll hang out with my buddies, and the I'll drunk be like, ones get a little crazy. I'm like, yeah. this <laughs> is stupid. And you, well, I mean, that's the beautiful part about like um, societies is like things do have to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, everything to an extent, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Without yeah, being totally like agree. crazy, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, there's a there's a fine middle. There's a, like a thin, a thin line that sometimes I stomp on, but um. No, I've never heard yeah. you guys say anything. Maybe I miss some. You haven't listened enough. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I hope. I don't know. I, I, just, I, I couldn't. Don't I don't remember. know. I don't. Obviously, I don't. What's You're like? I don't remember those no, episodes. I was. I really don't. Things <laughs> that I'm not sensitive to, other people might be. You know what I mean? I mean, in that, and you can't control. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. I'm just gonna do what I like, and if True. other people like that, then that's that's what I like. True. So you, if you ever wanted to do one, I would totally help you out in any way you want to. Oh, like, thank I you. would like teach you how to like post the stuff audio files if you're just doing audio it's so easy, easy. that's yeah. so easy when you get video mm-hmm. because video files are huge yeah. and moving video files is a pain in the absolute ass yeah that's why it takes us so long to post videos if they moved as quickly as audio files uh-huh. like we could have this posted today oh i got you. just so the audio takes, file like, a long long time well the video yeah it's going to take once just, just getting it off the card uh takes about six to seven hours depending, depending yeah depending on how long it was uh the one with andrew that was like five and a yeah, half it took hours. all day I oh just, my god <laughs> yeah and that's just to get it off of the card yeah then you have to put it into uh an editing software and you have to you know you know add the beginning add the end take out the breaks sync you know, up like, the audio the mics to the video yeah it, the uh, editing part takes oh. like, like yeah, it's 30 minutes if it's an easy an to edit pod- uh-huh. you know podcast but um but then by the time you do that, then you have to export it. That's going to take three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And then, then you have it. to upload it yeah. to YouTube or, you know, wherever video it takes. It's The video makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But it's, to, to me, I like the video part of podcasts. I think that's like being able to watch somebody talk. You get the, the facial expressions, the, the hand expressions. Right, I don't yeah. like to just listen. If, I, if I'm going to watch one, I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if I like I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes I'll Google the person just to like yes. have a visual yes. of like yeah. who they are. Dude, yeah. I do that with artists too. Like, uh, like songwriters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah. sometimes i hear their voice and i'm like i i so like okay let me just parallel this when you read a book you like visualize what sure, you're reading yeah, yeah. Exactly. and so it's the same, same way with, with when i'm listening to music like i'll visual if i've never heard this person before i visualize what they look like first yeah like uh have you ever heard of the rapper young gravy 
Yeah. Yeah. So like when I visualized him first, I did not picture a bleach blonde white dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh, like like uh-huh. a bleach blonde white dude that's like six foot five, and then like, like did like I spell this right? Seven or eight. He's fucking tall. Yeah. He's, he's oh really? A, yeah. He's a yeah, tall he's, ass he's dude. Tall. Google it. See how tall he is. I have no idea. Yeah. But Young Gravy's like he's hilarious to me. But uh, but I had no idea what he looked like, and uh, and then I saw a picture of him and I was like, what? And uh, how tall is he? Six six. Six seven and a half was believed. It says six six on the other there one below it. Yeah, tall as fuck. That's yeah. tall. It's tall as fuck. Yeah, he he should start jujitsu. Yeah, dude. Can you imagine like just there would be limbs all around you? Couldn't escape. Yeah, I roll with people that are taller than me that are like lanky dudes, and it's yeah. just like Chris. Like yeah, roll, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like so, I'm a bigger dude, and this yeah. motherfucker puts me in a body triangle. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. easily. Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. comfortable for him. That, and he's flexible too so all of a sudden there will be like a foot where there like shouldn't be a foot because you're like that should be so far away and yeah. then him sweeping like if he's sitting you come in like his yeah i can't even like reach him yet but his feet are already like trying to sweep me in yeah in do you uh do you think flexibility is a great thing to have with jujitsu oh yeah like obviously some people use it more than others like i feel like my game is really like dependent on my flexibility but um some people use it less but yeah. Can you do like splits and shit? Because that's like a goal of mine. That's like somewhat on my bucket list, but I work on it not at all. <laughs> so I used to do gym. I did gymnastics growing up. So I used to. I haven't tried. I think I could probably on my left. My left is like my good side. I think you I could do a split do. on one side. Yeah, you know, you do like like left, oh, the split, right, foot, and then the one, one in the middle. Okay, the one I, in the middle is the only one that I care about. Oh, okay. that's the only one that I have. That's the only one I have. That's the pra- one that's on my bucket list. Well, if you practice every day, I, I don't. Like do, that's what I'm saying. I don't. But do it, that. as you get an adult, it's way harder. You yeah know, but yeah. yeah no i think flexibility is like hugely important especially shoulder flexibility yeah too. oh i'm learning that one yeah hamstring that one flexibility. One. Yeah. yeah knees too most mm-hmm. people can't squat down yeah and a lot of that is like ankle flexibility too i didn't even think about that yeah that's yeah, the whole thing because they could because they're connected the tendons and mm-hmm, all that shit mm-hmm. yeah no it's a, it's a, it's important yeah do you work on stretches and stuff now okay that's like my weakness is i hate stretching i don't know what it is like i, I like hate it i, I hate the I feeling like, yeah yeah, I don't know, but um, I so it's like painful, but it doesn't make you stronger. Yeah, or, I mean it does, I guess. It, it makes you stronger in vulnerable positions because you like whatever. So that's why I try to do like weighted stuff at where like everything is stretched to like the max. You know, like I'll do, um, like Romanian deadlifts, but like stand elevated, so I'm going like past mm-hmm. you know the point of, and then because if you can bring yourself back up where you're stretched, like mm-hmm. you know further yeah. than normal yeah. that's good but try to do I, like a, a really extended full range of motion yes exactly yeah. and the, and i feel like that's good for now i'm like to the age where i start to think about like my longevity and you know because yeah. i like doing activities like that's you know yeah. what that's makes what, me happy that's so, what working out's for so exactly you can do shit that other people can't you can go mm-hmm. play basketball out of nowhere if you want yeah to. so yeah. i want to be able to do that for as long as possible and i feel like this is kind of like the first time in my life where i'm really thinking like oh i'm actually not invincible probably <laughs> yeah 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 and that, that's i'm the same way so like um like i mean everybody when they when i first started working out i was mm-hmm. like you know i want to be a bodybuilder kind of thing that's like, yeah. like a normal dude thing like yeah. let me just get big as fuck it's not worth it and then i'm like oh wait those guys can't move most of them most of them most. there's yeah there's, 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 a, there's a guy juji mufu yeah you've heard of him yes he does full splits he does on splits chairs. between two chairs yes. bent, um shoulder pressing 225 yeah right he's yeah, fucking yeah. Like, that, and that takes so much like yeah. your core yeah. everything but okay so this is what my brother and i say someone I feel like again we're gonna be on the internet someone's gonna be like shut up bitch. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay so we always say you have to have three things to be like fit 
you know, like fit for like the world if mm-hmm. they were like an apocalypse, like whatever. I don't know. We and like, <laughs> dang, dude, this no, this no being on social media shit, dude. She's like all about like, a, what would you do to survive the <laughs> yeah. apocalypse? Well, just to be like fit. I don't know how else to say yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, right. uh, my brother and I always say this: you have to have three things. So that could be like flexibility, like speed, uh, endurance, strength. Uh, just and then I feel like absolute strength is different from body weight strength. It could mm-hmm. be agility, but like you need to have three of those things. So if yeah. all you can do is just like you're really strong, like you need to have two other things. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's what I'm figuring out pretty yeah. fast. Because because yeah. Colton can lift heavy as fuck, mm-hmm. but cardio like I can, I can bench 315 right now. I can do like four pull ups. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm trying to work on yeah. that. You know, it's even yeah. for me like I can run like not the fastest in the world, but yeah. I can I can push myself for long like i can do long cardio and um and i'm pretty strong i guess in relation to most people um i mean compared to the majority of the population but i can't do a pull i can do like one solid pull up yeah yeah Yeah. and then after that it's like yeah 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 (laughs) gotta yeah what is your third gonna be your flexibility you'll get do the splits and you'll have your three and you'll be i want to i want to be um athletic that's always the thing i say i want to be able to like manipulate my body through 3d space but also be strong like like similar to like what andrew is. Yeah. yeah and i think that takes like you know a certain amount of body awareness but i think which is a whole like what does that mean you gotta you know, be at a perfect weight too mm-hmm. like you like like there's to people, be athletic you think or to be like andrew like, like oh, i feel like yeah like because there's a there's a there's a, a point that you hit where you're like you could be really good cardio wise and mm-hmm. really good body weight strength wise, like in relation to your body weight. But it's like, yeah, but you weigh one twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Of course, you can do a pull up. Like, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like lifting nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So but I yeah, want to be like one ninety, on... being able to do like yeah. muscle ups. Yeah, that's, that's hard. The, that's, that's like Andrew. Yeah, yeah, doing like the handstand push ups at like a really high weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, what a douche. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> One time, I don't know, we were at the beach and he started whipping them out and I'm like, okay. Just whipping out handstand push ups, uh, dude. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, bro. Like, just chill, dude. Just hang out. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, look at your man. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. It, but that's, I mean, that's a, like a legit thing though, like to be able to do that and actually be able to like to be strong too. Yeah. To, compared yeah. to most people. The absolute Obviously, aspect. He's mm-hmm. not going to be able to bench press more than Colton. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, like, yeah. You but know, I can't. I can barely can, run a mile. But he can go for a run barely. for three miles after that too. Mm-hmm. You know that's important. I think yeah. it's a good a balance of all of those things. Yeah. Because normally one per, like uh, people that want to do the bodybuilding thing, they literally just focus on like their physique and getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And then, like I think there's yeah. a there's no functionality to it. That's what I'm yeah. learning. I want functional strength. Yeah. Yeah. Functional fitness. Yeah. 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 It's huge. Makes you be able to do whatever. Like I think if you it makes just you survive decide, the apocalypse. Yes, yeah. and if you decide yeah. you're like, I'm gonna pick up jujitsu. Okay, you can like do that. You, you can, can transition. do the moves. You yes. know, if you want to pick up a new sport, you can yeah. participate. You know, yeah. without. I don't yeah. know. It it makes the barrier for entry easier. Yes, and like, that's like what life is about. Just like enjoying things. I feel mm-hmm. like you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Hannah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, wrap it, it up. That's it. That's all we needed. No, um, the. Uh, I mean, that's essentially what happened with me with jujitsu. Is like mm-hmm. I was playing basketball. We were playing basketball pretty quite a bit, a couple times really. a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I was going for runs, lifting weights, and I like it that it made the transition. I mean, obviously, jujitsu is a whole nother game. Yeah, but like at least I wasn't worried about like. Like I didn't have to stack cardio on top of it. It was like, oh, I'm just getting choked out. I'm not just getting choked out. And like, I'm dying. Yeah, dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, and like I was already like strong to a certain point, and like yes. I would be like, okay, cool, like. I don't have to worry about like being completely exhausted by somebody stronger than me. Right. So, yeah, it's a good yeah. blend. Good. 
good thing. Is that what did you do before? Because how long have you done jujitsu now? Two and it'll be two and a half years in a few months. So yeah, a little over two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy, bro. It's an addiction. Yeah. I, yeah it's like heroin. Yeah. yeah. No, I like remember. So like everyone's like, why did you start? And I just remember, so I had this neighbor, I lived in an apartment in like a not good area because I had like just finished grad school. So, you know, I started the PhD program, but I left with my master's because I was like, oh, this what a failure. Yeah. No, literally. My <laughs> you parents, only got your master's. My You're parents not are, a doctor. My parents were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. But um, so, uh, yeah, I was living in this horrible area because I was just living on like my uh, you know, like research stipend, whatever. Yeah. Um, which makes you, yeah, which is probably not much left over. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. makes you poor, but it was fine. I was having a great time. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was like an awkward area. I had this neighbor and he was like this older guy, like, I don't know, 50s. And he would just say like the most disgusting, just like he was awful. And he would make me so angry. Like, and I would just. Was he just like a creep? Yes, like he was just a creepy guy. Dirty and, old man. Yeah, and you know, like I feel like at some point, there's Ugh, that's not something I've had to experience. No, I've dudes that's so experience. that's a thing. Like, I've I've witnessed it yeah. from like a side, but yeah. that's just weird. I feel like at some point, like every girl experiences the female rage, and like wherever that may come from, it's different than the male rage. Like I don't know, and I was just like, I'm tired of it. like it just makes you angry like i would see him and i would just like see because i'm like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. um so then i was like i need an activity i need to get this out of me and like you know maybe something it, it, two birds with one stone mm-hmm. you do jujitsu you can like fuck them up yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know <laughs> just release never crosses some that line tension yeah because mm-hmm. like i played a sport in college like always like did sports and so obviously now then i was just like working out for myself i'm like i need something like dedicated whatever uh so yeah i just like walked into a jujitsu gym but when people are like oh why'd you start i'm like well there's this old man (laughs) (laughs) old creepy ass man and like yeah that probably wasn't like actually why i started but it was like a catalyst you know because my my brother did he was like oh i think you'd be good at it whatever i think you'd really like it uh, but it's everybody like, in jiu-jitsu yeah like i've that's my biggest problem like you have you tried I, I feel like i'm like joe rogan where he's like have you tried jiu-jitsu <laughs> and podcasting you need to do both yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah. i just love them so much so right it's, it's so yeah fun. yeah um but yeah it's, it, like it's so much fun mm-hmm. it's so much fun um so much pain though oh my gosh yeah. my neck just constantly like cracking trying to crack my neck and right. move around and shit but yeah. yeah my old coach at the last gym i was he was like the first step is you're the nail like oh. you are and you're just getting hammered hammered and that a lot of learning like occurs in that time and then one day like you get to be the hammer. You either get through it or you stop going yeah exactly yeah. some people never get to be the hammer but if you keep doing it like one day you will be so oh that's that's i mean everything i've that's one thing i've learned from doing like the podcast and and as i've become an adult because i didn't really have this when i was a kid i didn't really have like discipline to keep going and doing something mm-hmm. um like I kind of just got to, if there was something I was doing that I decided I didn't like anymore, I would just quit. Yeah. And I didn't really have, but, but it was also because I didn't really have a reason to keep going in my mind. It was just like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Bye. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I've learned that so much of life and like succeeding in life and from what I've noticed of people who are like quote unquote successful mm-hmm. are people who just found what they love to do and they just kept going to it. Yeah. And they became super confident in it. How do, like when and how do you feel like you learned that? I just, I'm pretty good about learning from other people, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Observant. Yeah, like I'm not a person who has to make the mistake myself to uh, to learn from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So many people. Are you a youngest child? Yeah. Yeah. 
Watch your siblings. I, okay, yeah. I like to guess. I one, like I have one sibling, so okay, you're, yeah, deal. that's me yeah. too. I have an older brother, but yeah. I, I always Same. like to guess people's like order because yeah. I feel like it makes you like who you are. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you, you probably watch them and they messed yeah. up, and then you're like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, and well, you follow in their footsteps. Yeah, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. you, you wear hand me downs you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, maybe you didn't, but I did. I I did, even yeah. though I, he was a boy. I, yeah. I I wanted to be like him, you know. Yeah. Like same thing. Yeah. I still yeah I wanted to be like my brother too when I was growing up, and but like I learned that's a good point. I never thought about that. That's probably where that comes stems from. <laughs> but, um, but like you know, you, you just you listen to people who know what they're talking about when it comes to a subject. Like, yeah, you know, you don't take uh, finance advice from broke people. You don't take, you know sure. what I mean? Like, you don't take health advice from fat people. That's yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's just like that mentality, but like in all aspects of life. So like, mm-hmm. um, I think I just noticed it from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and the people that I viewed as successful. Necessi- might not necessarily have the utmost money in the world. That's another right. thing too. Yeah. It's like that they try to idolize uh, when you're a teenager and and you know in your young in your mid twenty or early twenties, they try and like be like oh the guy that has the car and the house and the jewelry and mm-hmm. the watch mm-hmm. and the you know sunglasses and all this bullshit and they're like that's the guy that you want to be like and I'm like mm. meh seems fucking miserable to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Seems like a miserable life where you don't get to experience like the 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 things that I think are beautiful in life are very hard to get. Yeah. And money is not uh, the thing that I think needs to happen. It should be – too many people are, like, out there and be like, I want to be a billionaire. I want to mm-hmm. be rich. I want to be this, that, and the other. I'm like, like, everybody does. That's not – that doesn't make you different. Right, yeah. Like, like how are you going to get there or – yeah. Or not even how are you going to get there. Like, don't – just focus on, be, like, getting the money. Like, focus on, like, what you love and then learn to monetize that. Sure, and then yeah. it comes like secondhand. And that's the thing I've noticed about like, I think, uh, War- you know, who Warren Buffett is. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> everyone knows who Warren Buffett is. Yeah. But I mean, at like six years old, he was like buying stocks and like mm-hmm. reading financial reports and like right. loved reading books and stuff like that. And like, that's what he was interested in. Mm-hmm. And he made billions he of dollars like doing what he's interested in. Yeah. yeah he's, there's a reason he's as rich as he is still doing what he does. Like he just loves what he does yeah and i think you can i mean he's also known for being like a generous and like nice guy like think about all the billionaires now especially Mm -hmm. you know i don't know there are a lot that are just like they're kind of assholes you know but Mm -hmm. yeah like like dan bilzerian Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yes yes exactly i mean he might not be in real life like i listened to podcasts with him before and he seems like a just weird dude yeah but like also like that that seems like a hollow pursuit of like just having i mean he he even says that like he doesn't uh, he doesn't really he he misses being able to enjoy buying stuff because he mm-hmm. can't buy stuff anymore. It's like all the rich happy. people, they, there's nothing to buy for them. They've bought everything. Yeah. It's like what do you do? Yeah. yeah, that's why you should always invest in healthcare because once you have everything, then you just have to focus on making your life longer. Yeah. That's my stock tip of the day. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I am offering no financial advice. I'm not a. That's my. But Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. So Dogecoin. Yeah. So um. But no, that that's that was my kind of um, like philosophy of life is like I would rather live in a cardboard box and love my life than live yes. in a mansion and hate it. Right. Yeah. And so like I, you know, I've I've worked in jobs that I just despised and was mm-hmm. miserable in, and then I've worked in jobs that I've loved, and like, you know, like maybe that's what keeps drawing me back to the podcast is just like, like I, I can do this for free forever. Like, yeah. In, in my mind, like I right. just I love doing this, and if I could, if it ever makes money and like does something like that, that would just blow my mind. It would yeah. be like. Like it would seem, I would like, get imposter syndrome. How am syndrome. I getting? Yeah, how am I getting paid to do this yeah. thing? Yeah. That I, yeah, yeah. It doesn't and, feel like work. And I, that's what I think people should look after is like the thing that they like. 
like I don't paint at all. I have no mm-hmm. desire to paint. I have no desire. Like I, I'm not even a person who likes to go to like art galleries. Like I just I'm not. Yeah. And, <laughs> not um, an artsy guy. Literally, and like I, but I respect the hell out of people that love painting and mm-hmm. like that's what they do. Yeah, like, I've had several painters on mm-hmm. the podcast now, and like. Like, but it's a discipline. They literally yeah. show up and do it like all the time. Yeah. Like, whether they want to or not. Like that's just right. something that they, they make time to do it because it's important to them. Just mm-hmm. like the podcast is for me. Because especially when you become an adult, it's so easy to just give your time to frivolous shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so if you're not focused on what you want to do, like I, I, you know, most people don't even have an idea of what's on their bucket list and what mm-hmm. they want to do with their mm-hmm. life. And they just, they let life happen to them instead of letting they're you know dictating what happens with their life yes like i can't count the amount of people where it's like oh they have an eight to five and they're like i don't have time to do anything and i'm like yes you do all you do is work an eight <laughs> yeah. to five like I, I don't mean that you know obviously some people have kids and whatever like that's a whole other thing but if you're like single and you just have your job like you got like to fill up your life like you have to have other yeah. things you know you should be like not riding life to the rev limiter <laughs> on your health wise but i think you should be like 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 time wise, like I feel like oftentimes where I'm like, okay, I have to stay up late today to like do dishes because yeah. like I was too focused on like jujitsu today yes. and like all my, all of my, I call them hobbies, but like, I feel like they're like hobbies just sounds like you do arts and crafts. And right. Whatever. No, I, you know, yeah. These yeah. are things that I plan on doing for forever if mm-hmm, I can, like mm-hmm. nonstop. And yeah. so, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to live a life of, of my, I guess my thing is like, I don't want to be on my deathbed and being like, what did I wish that I did that I didn't? And the yeah. podcast was one of those things where I was like, if I got to the end of life and was like, well, I wish I would have. Yeah. I wish I would have tried or given it a little bit more effort or, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, no, I, I think that's that. a very admirable quality that you do things and that you recognize at one point that you, you know, weren't in, you know, you were like, would just, I don't know. I think that's very self-aware. I think a lot of people I try aren't to be. so much like that. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be. But it's, it also like, I, uh, I guess I grew up being comfortable with being uncomfortable because I you know, because I had health issues and stuff, mm-hmm. I ended up in like the hospital a lot too. And like, like my normal was chaos. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, like all through my childhood was, was some form of chaos. And, uh, I guess I just kind of got used to it. Well, I'm sure that also gives you another perspective of, you know, when your body is well, you're like, look at how many things I can do. Right. And that, and you know, some people do take that for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like when I had COVID mm-hmm. and I was like sick, I literally was like, laying on the couch watching tv and i watched tv for two days straight and i literally was like <laughs> i cannot i don't understand like i'm literally like i would like like i'm thinking about repainting the inside of the house at this point like yeah. i'm just so bored like making up something to do yeah, yeah. like literally mm-hmm. i was going crazy i can't mm-hmm. i i just don't understand how people like and, and that's a lot of societies they literally like they get home from work what's for dinner yeah. Oh, we're going to have something delicious. They eat something that tastes really good, but it's really unhealthy for them. And they hang out until they go to bed. And they watch TV yeah. and, or the news and they, you know, that's, and then they go to bed and try it the next day. And I'm like, I feel like the content that those people are consuming at the end of the day when they're eating dinner is they're watching extraordinary people live their lives. Yeah. That's, yeah. And I'm like, that's like, that's so sad that's to me. It. Mm-hmm. That's so sad to me. People it's live like, vicariously through the actions of others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll like go like watch the Discovery Channel and watch like a treasure hunt or something like that. And it's like, wow, that's so cool. And I'm like, to go do that. Yeah. Go like take steps to like get a little bit closer to that. Like go mm-hmm. to dive school. Go to like, go just go to the water. Go swim. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. Uh-huh. And most people don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Wow. I'm rethinking my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, well, you do. I mean, was, like, I, I, I we are like pretty that. busy people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good at like 
I think one reason that me and Andrew go together so well is like we're just like not ones to sit around. Like I want to have plans all the time. Like yeah, and whatever it is, like trying new things, whatever. Yeah, I definitely stretch my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like yesterday, I literally was like I was thinking about all the shit I had to do during the day. Not had to do it's stuff I wanted to do. Yeah, but I was literally like. I, have time I don't have time to like screw around. Like I don't like. I'm like, okay, do I have time to food? Like to have food? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just I push my time to the very like edge, mm-hmm. and I do that pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's it's a full life. I, what, time time is such a commodity. Mm-hmm. Time is money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's just a commodity. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, just, I like, got you, I, yeah. like you know, most people they get to the end of their life and they just wish they had more time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever? Uh, the thing I saw it on social media. It's not original, but um, the guy said, uh, um, if I give you $10 million, $10 million, you'd want it, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but what if the stipulation for getting that $10 million was you die tomorrow? It's like, oh, no, no, no. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so your life is worth more, like the, the, the length of your life is worth more than $10 million to you. It's like, do you think you'll ever have $10 million? Oh, I don't know. And it's like, well, you know, like, I don't know. That, that, that thought exercise of like, what's more about at what point would you like have that cut off of being like oh if you gave me this amount of money i would sign up for 75 years you know your what I mean? final yeah, yeah your final how much are your final years worth yeah to you yeah and i i don't know but the the things that are important to me in life the things i'm like most like i'd like to be the person i'd like to be an outstanding person at the end of my life that people uh like like that a that i'm more important than anything else that i'm proud of yeah and then at the end of that is like uh, you know, somebody that other people look up to or would want to be like, you know, mm-hmm. would, would, like the people that I look up to, I want to hear their stories and stuff yes, like that. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, like the, the, you ever meet somebody like an old married couple and like, we've been married for like 60 years. You're mm-hmm. like, no shit. Like, let me just <laughs> pick your brain for a little bit. Yeah. Like, talk to me about your life mm-hmm. because that's like such a feat. Right. No, it, it really is. Yeah. Especially that's nowadays. hard to do though. To it be is. married for that long is mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a, you have to do like, work at it yeah and, and that's that's work. but that's the things that like the fruit of your labor kind of thing yeah it takes a lot of labor but that's yeah. the stuff that i want like getting a black belt in jiu-jitsu is going to be a motherfucker right it, yeah it'll come one day you know? yeah maybe yeah. but that like similar to you know like you know money versus living a good life like whatever and enjoying the things that you do and making money off of that like andrew and i were having this conversation and i was like you know like every very wealthy person like i've had in my life that i've gone to like for advice whatever they've also been you know there's outliers but most of them are also like the kindest most respectful like generous people and it's like i i just feel you know you have it oh like a wealthy person they're automatically like mean whatever they like climb to the top they stepped on other people but i I, that does exist it it does but but i feel like yeah i feel like in a lot of cases that's not true because like people want other people around them that have those positive attributes and like that I think in a lot of ways like that is how you get to the top and maybe those people have experienced like kindness and generosity from others yeah. and so now they're looking out for you but I don't know like when I was trying to get a job I like talked to a lot of people because like I graduated in COVID and so um obviously it was really rough because like no one was hiring so I would just go to people and be like hey like friends of my just anyone I knew and be like hey I'm looking for, like do you have any advice I'd be like oh my gosh like let me reach out to this person like they would set up even like sometimes people be like, oh, my company's not hiring, but like, let me tell you how I got where I got and I'm going to set you up with this person and you can have a conversation and like, I can give you other avenues to explore. And like, that's how I got my job was one conversation that a friend of a friend set me up with. Yeah. Um, she and worked just in my went. field. Yeah. And yeah. she gave me a, this idea of this company and this path and it wasn't 
my first job I got, I obviously worked a different job before this, but then it became like a goal because I was like, that conversation with her was, sounds so cool. You know what yeah. I mean? And I don't know. It I inspired just, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know, just people, hardworking people are just great yeah. to me. Well, yeah. uh, um, do you know who Mark Cuban is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I so, follow him on LinkedIn. I love him. Yeah, I think he's LinkedIn. hilarious. I think he's so, <laughs> I think he's so All funny. All right, Grandma, chill out. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I saw um, a video. He, mm-hmm. I guess somebody like asked him, like, what would you say was the most important thing that you learned to get to where you're at now? Mm-hmm. And he said connections. Yes. Like yeah. connect, having connections with people. Mm-hmm. And like, being humble huge. enough to be like, what, like, please teach me something. You know, I think a lot of people try to act like, you know, they already know or something, but that's, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So, I mean, most people like, that's something that like I try to be good about. I mean, it's hard because most people have like an ego and getting over your yeah. own ego is like a thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, it really is. Uh, it's, it's hard to be like, Hey, I don't know what you just said. Or like, <laughs> Hey, I'm not understanding this. Like, mm-hmm. like to, cause nobody wants to seem dumb, but yeah. like, that's the only way you get smarter is by learning it's stuff. True. So mm-hmm. just asking questions and, you know, you, I guess that high school kind of sets you up for like the to not ask questions, right? Because you know, if you ask a question that seems dumb to somebody else, they're gonna ridicule you, and then yeah. you're like, oh no, shut up! I'm oh, sorry, I'll stop talking. Yeah, you know like I, mean? I don't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so kind of like sets you up for that. But mm-hmm. I was always kind of person. It's like, hey, fuck you! I'm trying to learn this. I don't yeah. care about what you think. Facts. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had to learn that in graduate school because it's like a very, it's a small like cohort, you know. And um, obviously, like, everyone is trying to seem like they're the smartest in the cohort. But at one point, I just had to, you know, I was terrified to ask questions. I would literally, like, stare at my professor. Like, they knew I wanted to ask something. Yeah. And, like, after, they'd be like, are you good? I'm like, do a lot actually, of can we talk about all this stuff? And they'd be like, who cares? Like, they don't know. Yeah. And he'd be like, if you have a question, I guarantee you, like, none of it. Because it was all guys. And it was, like, just me. Like, which made it a little more, you know, I hate to, like, bring that. But it made it a little more intimidating because, like, you don't want to be like, Oh, there's a dumb girl. There's a dumb girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't like, want to be the dumb girl. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it that, yeah, the grad program was like the biggest ego check because you all think you're so smart for like getting in, whatever. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, I don't know anything. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what makes you, that's what like, I think that's what makes people intelligent is the yeah. recognition that they don't know something, but the tenacity to look after getting the answer. Yes. I think a huge like sign of intelligence is knowing it's just realizing that you can be wrong and trying to see other people's points of view. Right. I think there's so many people who like are unable to see what another person can see, you know? That's ignorance. And again, though. yeah, that's, yeah, ignorance, ego. Like, like ego, ego to me, the, the more egotistical I see somebody, the more that like, to me, that makes them um, ignorant in my mind. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, wow, you haven't, you haven't gotten over yourself yet? Yeah. Oh, like that's been years. Yeah. The world like, that's is been long gone for me. And the world is so much bigger than you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. you see that too with like, a, I think that's probably one of my favorite things about jujitsu is like, you yeah. can see somebody who like walks in with this like ego, like, oh, and I'm, then a, they're like, I'm a big, strong dude. And it's like, and a little guy like messes them up and they're like, oh no, you God. send in Hannah. And you're like, <laughs> just like, let's send in Hannah. And just abs, this, this chick is just going to absolutely wreck this yoked dude. That's. I actually went against someone, it was either last week or the week before, but he um, was like a muscular guy and he was like, I I was like, hey, do you want to roll? Like, I usually I kind of roll with like the same people, whatever, but um, everyone had a partner. So I was like, hey, do you want to roll? And he was like, this is my second day. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's totally fine. And like, he was trying so hard and like, he just kept trying harder. But you like, I was bad like, for beating his yeah, ass so bad. <laughs> And I'm not 
saying like there will be a point where you know he destroys me because he's bigger stronger and he actually learns jujitsu but just being you can just see like they're a guy and they're like no they're like no <laughs> yeah it just it's it's a and uh, dude that's the the hardest part and like that's why i i think that's one of the things i try to be good about with yeah. jujitsu is like like when i rolled with you the one mm-hmm. time and you just just beat my ass for five minutes like at the end of it i literally was like i i've like it was so bad. I just it was so bad. I just got no. my ass beat. But regardless, um, it happens. But I'm okay with that. You yeah. Know what I mean, like th- that's what, how it should be. Yeah. And well, uh, yeah, because I would always get frustrated because people would be. I I don't know. It's like they were surprised, and I would go to Andrew. I'd be like, I, I'm so mad that they're surprised because I've been doing this way longer than <laughs> oh, them. I'm was, like, do they think I'm do- like I didn't get yeah, it? And he was yeah. like, no, it's because like it's just unexpected. They don't think that's possible. Right. And you know, yeah, I'm like, with time comes experience. Like, duh. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, jujitsu is one of those things that like. Uh, a, a gap in in what they know and what you know mm-hmm. feels like miles you know what i mean yeah has andrew ever told you about like the school and co- like the okay some video game he plays you there's like levels has he told you about this no no okay I'm... i don't play video games but in some game he plays there's like levels and if they're so far above you that like it just show you can't see what level it just shows a skull and crossbones mm. so we'll say yes you're, you're way out of level and they're going to destroy you yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you can't even see and yeah. so sometimes in jujitsu it's like he'll be comparing two guys and i'm like i don't know which one's better because they're both skull and crossbones to me. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. everything is relative people are like oh you're good at jujitsu and i'm like no in the grand scheme of things i'm awful but you know it, right. it, it but is to somebody it's who all, walks off the street you're gonna fucking yeah it's shit. all le- yeah. relative and someone who just started me and andrew are the same you know, yeah, but yeah. in my, I'm like, we are not the same, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but it, that's how it is a lot of things in life though. I mean, but, yeah. But, so but, yeah, we started using the skull and crossbones, everything like, oh, there's skull and crossbones. <laughs> I mean, like going back to the ego thing, so many dudes are like, a, like they have this false sense of like, uh, of what they are and like mm-hmm. their strength and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, and, and not to say that I've never been like that. Cause I've been like that too. Like in jujitsu has been a great humbling thing for that because yeah. you know, you go like, Oh, I'm a big dude. I'm 220 pounds, six foot tall. Like mm-hmm. I'm beating most people up. And, yeah. and, and to some point that's probably true, Yeah. but that's also compared to people who don't, who aren't right, six like foot tall, street. 220 yeah. pounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who haven't had the same experiences that I've had, but it's like, then you walk into jujitsu and there's like Hannah just walking around and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, let's roll. And then you're just like, next thing you know, like, like fucking like, why does everything hurt right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I going unconscious right now? And like, it's just, a, it's a huge ego check because like, there's that, like you said, like to me, you and Andrew are the same because you guys are so far away from how, how like my skill level that it, to anybody walking off the street, like you said, you guys are the same, mm-hmm. but you guys might not be the same when you guys roll. Yeah, but that's not at different. all. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that's one of the things that makes it so awesome is like it keeps your ego in check. And so yeah. many people don't have that. Yeah. And then, it, you know, that's just a, a, a cycle kind of yeah. thing. Their ego doesn't get in check and, mm-hmm. you know, they I, don't become beginners at stuff. Yeah. I think in jujitsu, there's the opportunity for a lot of like character growth. Not yeah. everyone I think, oh. takes advantage but, of it. But, but that's like, I mean, there's so many things like that. Yeah. People only want to do what they're comfortable in mm-hmm. because, you know, what they're comfortable in. Oh, yeah. In, so they, many yeah. people quit because it's just like, I mean, it's jarring. You're touching someone else. You're very close. It's uncomfortable. You're, it yeah, hurts. Just getting used to like, I mean, you're basically aggressively hugging somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. as weird as it is. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like the amount of, uh, this is the, probably the grossest thing, but like, I'm sure you can attest to this, but like, I'll go to like open mats or something like that. And I'll like, Hey man, what was your name again? Yeah, you don't know their name. They're like, oh, that guy I always roll with. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what he sometimes wears a purple rash guard. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 That's like the jujitsu joke is you're just constantly describing other people at the gym, like that one guy. You know, because you don't know their names. Yeah, but like, as disgusting as this is, like you're basically like 
you're getting their sweat on you. You're getting, yeah, mm-hmm. like I've had hair in my mouth plenty of times. Other, other people's, people's, yeah. Yeah, and it, maybe it's mine. Maybe it's theirs. I don't know. You just like, and you leave looking like you just got in a fist fight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're just like, mm-hmm. your clothes are all messed up. Hair's all jacked up. Yeah. Face looks like it's been like smushed against the ground. Right. And uh, I don't know. It's like people don't have that. Uh, like, it's a very weird thing. I remember my first time in jujitsu, but like, so many people, especially with girls and guys, mm-hmm. that's what makes it weird. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like to to the outsiders, yeah, you'll see like a chick like rolling with a dude, and they're like, "You're you're like okay with that?" I'm like, I swear to you, when you roll with another person, that's especially like like somebody who's really skilled like you, um, like you're just getting your ass beat the whole time. You're worried about survival. Yeah, like you yeah, can't think about not, anything else. But mm-hmm. like I'm like okay, like I need to slip my elbow out. You know what I mean? It's so it uses so much of your brain. I think that's what people like about it too. Oh yeah. Because it, you can't think about anything else, you yeah. know, like even if you're stressed out, like it'll, it'll go away because yeah. you can't think about another thing. And yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Changes change. If you have something that's like sitting on your mind. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention as far as jujitsu is concerned mm-hmm. is like when you leave jujitsu, not every time are you feeling great? Like there's a lot no. of times, especially earlier, like mm-hmm. I, I leave mm-hmm. now and like sometimes I just drive home. And I'm like, why the fuck did I tap? I, yeah, <laughs> I would, Especially, I don't, I took it so seriously in the beginning. Like, I don't know. I mean, I still, I still do. Like, it's yeah. a big part of Andrew and I's lives. But, You're just um, okay with losing. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I think I always, like, think about at the beginning, because at my first gym, there were no girls. So, I, I mean, I'm new and I'm a girl. I, I'm not going to win. Like, I, it was a long time before I actually was, like, submitting yeah. people. Um, but I would cry sometimes on the way home. Yeah. Like, that is bonkers. Like, mm-hmm. this is just a yeah. hobby. But, like, I would. And yeah. I sometimes I would, like, call Andrew because we were long distance at that point, And I would, like, tell him what happened. I'd be like, and I didn't. I don't know why. And I'm bad at jujitsu. And he was like, you're not bad at jiu-jitsu. I could just, I could just hear Andrew. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He handles me very well. But, yeah, I, that only <laughs> happens, like, occasionally now. And sometimes it's just, like why do I do this? But yeah, why do you do anything? Why do you literally. do anything? You know, it's a, it's a good but use it, of time. It made me want it even more. Those, mm-hmm. those days when I drive home, I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, dude, the yeah. amount of times I've asked myself, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And then somebody off the street, like, uh, what was it Juan the other day? Mm-hmm. We were doing a podcast and he had mentioned he'd done jujitsu for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, okay, we can roll. Like, yeah, it's cool. And then like, I, when, I, I when Adrian like, wanted to, and I was just looking at them both. I'm like, you sure? You sure about that, brother? I'm not even that good. No, but it's just but like I, it's I, relative. Yeah, yeah. I you oh. say that, but like in the time you've been doing it, like you've oh, learned very you. quickly. Yeah, appreciate mm-hmm. that. I don't feel like it, but uh, I, I, I nobody feels like it. I feel like it doesn't matter what stage you're at. No one feels like they're doing it. Well, I also <laughs> I also put myself in a lot of situations where I lose. Um, that's I think that's good though, because unless some people only put themselves in situations where they win, and that's not super great for your no. I like I you don't learn if you win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it as it, it almost becomes boring when you just dominate another person. Like it, I feel bad about it. Like I don't like that because yeah. I know how that makes them feel. Yeah. And that's good to practice. submit. Like if you're working on a brand new submission, like that's great. Yeah. But, but I'll, um, I'll throw all other submissions away and just work on the new one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. most beneficial. I think. Sometimes, sometimes it's nice to humble somebody too, like somebody who's new and mm-hmm. they're like they feel a certain type of way and you can feel they're really, really trying and it's like, okay, take my back, dude. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. You can have it. Oh, I'm out. Look at that. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that feels good. Um, but like I'll seek out Andrew to roll with mm-hmm. and like there's no, I don't understand an absolute chance. <laughs> that, that's what I love about it though is like, like I'm not afraid to just tap 14 times in five minutes yeah. to Andrew. So it's like mm-hmm. whatever or to anybody. Like right. that's why like when I rolled with Robbie, who's a, been doing it for almost 20 years and he's a just absolute savage mm-hmm. and i was like you know it's just gonna i know that i have this this safe word just say tap yeah 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 it's i always fun. walk away from that role being like oh, 
I'm so dumb. But. Yeah, I've got so much to learn. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's the most fun ever. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. talk about it forever. Most people yeah. are probably like toned out by now, but it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, once you enter the cult, that's, yeah. yeah. One of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. I say yeah. it's like doing heroin. That's what, when people ask me, like, what, what's like, I've never done heroin, but I imagine it's similar. You're just like, like, oh, why do I do this? But I love it. In the yeah. kitchen, you're just like. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Like, I was, uh, I didn't have class yesterday, and I was like, oh, there's open mats today. I need to go. I'm like, oh, but I got shit I need to get done. And I'm like, oh, but I could go to open mats. I'm like, wait, I'm going to open mats, and I'm just going to get my ass beat for two and a half hours. I'm going to be exhausted. It's fun for some reason. I don't know. I'm a sucker for pain. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. A little, everyone, I would always say like anyone who does jujitsu, like there's something like a little bit wrong with you. If you get really into it, <laughs> there is something a little bit wrong with you. Everyone has their thing. Like we all understand. It's fine. I like the community of it too. Oh yeah. Like I've met my best friends there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, I've gotten new friends since going there and it's like, I don't know. There's, there's something about like a community of struggle, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, trying to think of like parallels like when we go hunting i guess is probably the best one because you're out there like in the middle of the woods there's no power there's no running water and you can just yeah yeah, like we're all out there trying to achieve the same thing Mm -hmm. and you know we hang out we talk shit like that's half the fun of it is just standing around talking shit Mm -hmm. like i don't do jujitsu but i can compare that to working out like going to a gym that's how it was for me growing up like you're all there trying to be better at at lifting weights Mm -hmm. like oh that's the one dude Mm -hmm. he's always literally i I would have so many friends and i'd be like i don't know your name but i know I can spot you on this and you spot me on this. So we're good. Yeah. 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 That's, my brother has a group of guys that he works out with. He, he works out with them multiple mm-hmm. times a week and he doesn't know their that names. That was exactly my situation. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's like, yeah, I can't, I can't remember. And like, I don't know, but they meet each other like three times a week. That's just, Hey bro. Yeah. That's exactly. literally. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, I read this like study once that men bond through obviously and you know, they're, there's always outliers, but men bond through experience Whereas like women can just like you meet a what you can just sit there and like talk and like become friends, whatever. But men need something to typically to bond over. But Makes I feel sense. like I need that as well. Like I, I need something. Yeah. I, I'm not very good. I think with, it's a human yeah. thing because we come from oh, like totally. small tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We come yeah, from small tribes like, and so mm-hmm. many people just they, they seek out their tribe on TV. Yeah. You know, and that's like that's sad to me. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh um like what? I'm trying to think. I read this book about how we've lost like the third place. Like you have work, home, and then like another place you bond. Whether that's church, used to be it was for church. a lot of people it's church. Like, yeah. but wherever that is, you know, there's like a, a maybe like a diner that you all hang out. Whatever. Now we mm-hmm. we've really lost that. And just like the how humans connect, like we've just lost a lot of that. What's it called? I'm trying to think. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I think we're missing out on that in a lot of situations. It's like, one of the, like, like Joe Rogan says it on his podcast sometimes, it's like the worst thing you can do to somebody is like put them in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Like take other people away from them. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. Go crazy. Like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the things that's scary about working from home. Like mm-hmm. is like if you're just there by yourself, it's like. Yeah. Oh, but. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it, yeah, my, someone was asking me, they were like, you go to jujitsu every day? And I'm like, yeah, but I work from home. So like, it's so, good for me. Yeah. Even if I don't want to go, like I need, which I mean, there's always days where you're like, I don't want to go. Point. But, but mm-hmm. once you're there, I'm like, I'm happy, you know, yeah. it's I, you, it's, it's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to go. Yeah. What it, I don't know what it is because sometimes I'm that same way too. Like, like there's been times I'm like on my way to jujitsu and I'm literally like, I don't want to do this. Just today. It's just like, I just want to lay in bed. Like, I don't want to go physically exert myself. and I don't want to have the potential of getting fucked up. And then I always yeah. leave feeling glad that I went. Yeah, it's, it, and uh, that's just like, 
you know, it's the discipline. And that's what I always tell people. They're like, how can I get good at jujitsu? And I'm like, you have to go all the time. Just do it. Yeah. Like, you just have to go. Like, just make it your default. You know, don't, like, contemplate it every day. Like, just go. Yeah. That's yeah. how, like, but everything is that way. Mm-hmm. So, like. That's true. Woodworking. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I am the person, like, I can watch YouTube videos of people building furniture <laughs> for hours. Yeah. I've done it uh-huh. several times like i can literally just sit there and watch people just make shit like that's fun as fuck and i've tried to do it myself and i just don't have the patience for it i don't in, I, like i i end up yeah like it's it's fun on occasion but that one i could say is truly a hobby like woodworking for me would just be fun on occasion right but to get to the level where i'm making like super duper intricate tables mm-hmm. and like, furniture and shit like yeah. that like i don't know if i ever get to that point yeah but um but it's a discipline. I mean, people literally like that's what they do. Like, like Saturday, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to Home Depot, get some lumber, or going to the lumber yard, and, and they just show up and yeah. they just put the time in. And you have to be, I guess, willing to fail. Yeah, you have to put it, make it your part of your schedule too. Like yeah, brushing yeah. your teeth, yeah. eating breakfast, you have to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like, what, like going to the gym. Yeah. Literally, yeah. my my dad, he does like a lot of woodworking. He made a lot of my furniture, but and, and I'm kind of sad. Like I never learned it from him, but it's like his quiet time. You know, it's, yeah. kinda, it's like his thing but yeah so some people cooking is that for mm-hmm. them yeah exactly mm-hmm. cook, i love cooking like, you do yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. for certain and um like that's like I, it's it's a different form of art you know what i mean and you can i don't know some people watch it like food network mm-hmm. and like and like the videos on instagram and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. of like people cooking and stuff and like you know it's just the different things you just have to find something that it, that it is that time seems like it passes by quickly and that you really love it mm-hmm. like that that's what i mean that's really what life is about is finding the things you enjoy to do and yeah you know doing them with a passion but there's also a certain level where it's like you know maybe don't do it to the point where like you who are homeless <laughs> <laughs> right yeah mm. but you have to be very disciplined with your time mm-hmm. right like yeah. brushing your teeth yeah. like i used to get up for probably six seven years 4 a.m every single day go to the gym for two hours every day i wish i That's still had nice. that same energy because like, i can't do it anymore but yeah. now, now i have a gym at the house so i just work out there nice. yeah yeah that's convenient yeah, yeah. Now, waking up early shit's oh, hard it sucks so bad. My body like, just you have to go to bed at like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get up at like three thirty to the get to the gym is, by is four. I'm, I'm like, it's like brutal. I feel like there's time frames when I'm tired. It's like ten o'clock is when I start to get tired. Nine, ten o'clock is when I start to get tired, and then like between six and seven is when I'm like, okay, I'm awake even if I don't set an alarm. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, yeah, like I don't know, like if I try and like move either of those numbers where I stay up later and, mm-hmm. and do more in the evening time, or if I move the number in the morning and try and wake up earlier, like. It is not easily sustainable for me. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's like your natural. Yeah, yeah, and your clock is very yeah. established. Yeah, circadian like, rhythm. Is that what it is? I wish I could You're be making that up. That like only sleeps like five hours a night. There are people like that. Yeah. Okay, very, I'm not very gonna, small like, percentage of people. Yeah. I've always needed a lot. I've just always been like a sleepy girl. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like I can mm-hmm. fall asleep like that. Um, but like nine hours is how I feel good. But that is a lot of time. Like I don't get that. But like if I get the, yeah nine nine hours like seven um six to seven I. Eight's preferable. If I sleep, if I sleep like nine hours on average for like a week, I yeah. start to feel like I'm caffeinated all the time, whether I have caffeine or not. Yeah. Like I literally just feel good. Which mm-hmm. is like, imagine if you could just do that all the time. I know. <laughs> but it, but then I would have so much less time for like, I, I know like my life would start to start yeah. to fall apart. I always mm-hmm. say I need two more hours in the day. Like that's, if I could just have two more. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Which just is, two. That's not asking for mm-hmm. much. Yeah. 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 Which must mean that you're enjoying life somehow if you wish yeah. there were more. I, I don't know. I wish for <laughs> more time. Good, yeah. That's but a good thought. Two more hours a day. Oh it it would just like make things, yeah. Because I would devote those to sleep and just continue doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would vote one of those to sleep, devote one of those to sleep and then 
one of those to well if i, I devote put, if i devote both of them to sleep then i have more energy in the other things i already do and i'll do get them, them faster. faster and more efficiently yeah i'm all about i'm all about efficiency all the time like if we're doing something andrew i'm like that's not efficient but yeah i would sleep one and then one i would put in between because like andrew's opening up the new gym and shout out that's yeah, cool that's yeah. cool crazy hernando yeah um crazy yep. yeah but i'm trying to teach the kids classes but it right now we live an hour away and Oof. it's like i'm getting done with work at five but the you kids, can't do anything else while you're driving too that, besides listen to podcasts I know. yeah uh, yeah so getting work and like trying to teach, we're figuring that out but that's what i would do i put it in between i would travel during that time and i would sleep the other that's what i would do yeah, yeah. so yeah that's a good point like times i was just thinking uh, about time sucks like mm-hmm. driving is a time suck yeah mm-hmm. like you just like you can one of the biggest time sucks you can like uh, the things i do while i'm driving on average would probably be listen to people uh, like podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. like that and call people, try and make phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, like my most brother of them, does that. He does all his phone calls. in the mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll, if I have a question for Colton, I'll, like instead of shooting him a text, I hate texting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate texting yeah. anymore. Um, but I'll just like call somebody and be like, Hey, what do you think about da 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 Or like, I had a quick question for you. I mean, and it's hard cause you know, some people are you know in the middle of something and they can't really sit and talk for too long. Um, but like, I hate like if I didn't have to drive anywhere and if and mm. eating is the other one like cooking and eating like f- how much time a year do people spend on food yeah a lot yeah I'm the same way I, I don't know if Andrew's ever I get like very hangry I get those <laughs> blood sugar issues like it, it, and I will just like forget you know to eat but then if your blood sugar drops below a certain level then I'm like I you can't be me I'm just a monster mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like because I don't want to take the time so yeah I understand that yeah but like yeah that that I mean, that's why meal prepping has been so beneficial for me is because, mm-hmm. like, I don't have to think about it. My food's ready. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just done. Mm-hmm. I just need to heat it up. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was no... Imagine a life where there's, like, no microwaves. I'm still waiting for the Spy Kids little packet meals you put in the microwave Bro, and a full right? pops like a pop- out. Looks like a popcorn bag. Hell Bro. yeah. I'm still waiting for that. Dude. I forgot about that. Oh, that's the best. Those are the best. I could picture it in my head. They're on mm-hmm. the little boat thing. Oh, do you remember that? Do you watch Spy Kids? Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, yes, what, you, you know what you're yes, talking about? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Those things are fucking cool. Full meal, burger, fries, drink, shake pops out. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. Takes like two seconds. <laughs> I used to wish that, like, I like food. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes that is, like, inconvenient. Mm-hmm. I used to, like, I'm like, it's, like, 2020, whatever. Like, why don't we have, like, a pill that you can just take and it has? Like, it's, like, a perfect meal. You know what I mean? Co- so, which, Cody, my best friend, said yeah. that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. No, no which I, well, I would say there's mm-hmm. like shakes or whatever that I guess you could have, but you know. Yeah, meal replacement shakes aren't very good for you. They're, yeah. And they not not to the, yeah, not for your only source of nutrition. Yeah. Because yeah. they're hella, hella processed. Yeah. But um, then Cody said that if they made a people dog food that you just take a scoop in the morning and a scoop at night. You know what I mean? Like I, you just like bought it in a 70 pound bag. think about it. You, you went to the grocery it. store, you threw two of them in your fucking grocery cart, mm-hmm. drove out. And it, okay. So this is, I feel like this is going to sound awful. You're on a podcast. Politically incorrect. <laughs> Send it. But um, I've always said if I were like, you know, very largely overweight, which I feel like, you know, my parents and so like good habits, like whatever, genetic. I know genetics are a big part of it. Um, like I, I'm just trying, <laughs> you're, to, like, you're yeah. just trying to preface it with, like, I don't not know. Mean. I don't know everyone's experience is all I'm trying to say, you know. And um, I only know what it's like to be me. <laughs> Jesus, Hannah, just but I'm just say saying, it. if I were like very, out, like, you know, at an unhealthy weight for me. I the I would go on a dog food diet. I don't mean dog food for people. I would eat dog food because if you're only if you're eating dog food, you're only gonna eat it if you are 
like starving. starving. So not only would it be like, and it has like your what Are you talking you need. wet or dry food? Dry. Don't because actually eat dog food, no. anybody. Please. Disclaimer, what? please. No, don't eat dog food. It's fine, though. You can. You can. And, you can doesn't mean you should. And I think that's really, it's also really good for your, like, hunger signals because you truly learn when you are truly hungry and truly not. Yeah. And That's what strict diets, a lot of people do strict diets because it makes them realize that. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Like, oh, do I want, am, I'm hungry. Okay, am I hungry enough to just eat? Some almonds? No, that's like no. I'm hungry. hungry for pizza. I'm not hungry for mm-hmm. the stuff that's on my, my yeah, diet. exactly. And like part of being a human is enjoying food. But if you know, if my health were at stake, that yeah. may, I would pay, take a pause on enjoying food mm-hmm. and I would go on a dog food diet. And like, it's not my fault. I can't lose weight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I mean, you made a huge point that like mm-hmm. I had to realize at one point. I'm like, oh, I'm. I, I think. I think I always knew it. I never really thought about it much, but like um, when I did the carnivore diet for like oh, for like wow. a month, like that shit was like to the point where I literally was like, okay, you can have eggs or meat. I mean, mm, it was literally. Like the, or like fruit. And I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't want any of those things. I'm like, okay, yeah. then I'm not hungry enough mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. I need to go but back on that. sometimes your body, I truly believe that you're like your body does ask for things that mm-hmm. it needs. You'll crave what you need. Yeah. Well, like, so when Cody, because Cody used to be, so I used to be overweight too. And Cody mm-hmm. used to be, uh, Cody was like 260 plus or something like 270 plus. And uh, he was eating the same meal like every day of the week, twice a day for so long that it literally, he was eating it like it was dog food. Like it was like, yeah. this is energy and he would just eat it. Like he mm-hmm. didn't want to eat it. It was disgusting to him after a certain period of time when your, your, your taste buds get acclimated to it. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think he still doesn't eat green beans because of it. Cause he would have uh-huh. green beans like every single day. But like, I mean, you have to almost do that, but there's also a convenience of like a, like yeah, you just, yeah. You chicken. I think, potatoes, green mm-hmm. yeah. Diet variety is good because you know, the, the, that one meal may not have everything that you need, but yeah, yeah I know. I, I think that's a good, and it takes away like the decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what am I going to eat? Whatever. Like but. doing carnivore. Like I, I got to the point where like I would have eggs, sausage, or bacon for breakfast. I would have a steak for lunch and dinner, and I'm like, I don't want a fucking ribeye. Like wow. I would look at it, and I'm just like, I don't want to eat a ribeye today, and yeah. that's, that sounds horrible. And why, like, because I love steak. Did you guys do that? Just try it. Yeah, try oh, it out. Okay. I liked it. Did you feel good? Mm-hmm. I felt I, great. I, I lost like ten pounds that's within like two weeks. I lost. I lost ten pounds within two weeks, which is you realize yeah. it's mostly just it's because just wa- water the water that you're, like that. you're retaining from carbohydrates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause you're, you're basically not consuming carbs. I mean, yeah. you might eat fruit, but fruit doesn't, it doesn't work like a no. starchy carbohydrate does. Um, but I, I lost 10 pounds in like two weeks mm-hmm. and, uh, Felt great. I did not feel good though. I was getting super tired after I'd eat. Yeah. I guess meat takes like a lot of energy mm-hmm. it to takes digest. Longer, yeah. yeah. I, but I, not everybody has that effect. Like yeah, mo- most people awesome. on carnivore, when they eat, they eat and they like have consistent energy levels throughout the day. Yeah. Like, I think my blood sugar is affected by it different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm vegetarian, but are you really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Like pescatarian it's, or? I'm pescatarian now. There was like, it it just makes it easier, and I think fish are plants. I don't eat all seafood. Fish are plants. <laughs> I love that. I don't eat plants all seafood. Yeah. Like I won't eat like a um like a squid because like oh, they're. Squid. You don't like squid? I like it. They're just like, they're too similar to people. They're so smart. Like, and, and why are we eating them if they're so smart? Uh, oh, because they only <laughs> if they live. They get caught by us. Why are they so smart? Because they I'm only live like three years. Otherwise, I think they would have like an advanced society. Like I'm not. They even are thinking. super intelligent. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, that, like, you were the one I was talking about that with the other day. Because I remember something about like, they could fit into a jar. Oh my god, that we were you. talking about. I, I, I get really passionate about smart animals because I'm like, I think we should I let. Realize that we were talking about this the other day. We should what? What? 
think we should let apes vote. We already do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a hyperbole. But I do like they know. Okay, they know exactly what's going on. Elephants know exactly what's going on. Orcas. Like, yes, mm-hmm. dolphin. Like I, we, uh, the hu- I think a lot of that makes us dumb. What we can perceive is based on language. Because, like, if you don't have, and I've talked about this, like, in terms of child development, like, if a kid, it's really, you know, detrimental if a kid doesn't have, you know, if they're having trouble speaking, whatever, it's like, if they can't put the words to concepts, they, their brain can't think of the concepts. And I mean that, again, for everyone. So, like, language was, like, a huge part of our, like, development as humans, Um so animals they have a different language for us what i feel like we can't conceptualize like what they think and vice versa yeah i don't know that's why we like it's easy for us to uh think of like animals as like ignorant like dolphins or stuff like Mm -hmm. that because because we can't understand their world yeah Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make them i mean they're incredibly intelligent they might be more smart than we are we just don't know like we just we judge intelligence based on like do you build houses and do you have like teslas and Mm -hmm. cars and And think about all like the instinctual things that and i'm not trying to say a bird is smart okay but But they might be yeah but we don't know think of all the instinctual things that animals know and it's like if they were to have like a human thought they'd be like why do you not know this like what's wrong with human i mean you know i don't i don't think it's like that but i'm just saying like we always think i think you know humans in general should humble themselves i don't think it's wrong to eat meat i don't think that at all i think the scale and the way we do it is Mm, kind of like yeah factory farming is a whole other thing yeah Yeah, that's that's terrible that's why a large part of why i like hunting is i feel like it is the most natural way to get your meat yeah like someone asked me like theoretically if like someone hunted something like i would eat it but i i've just been like vegetarian for like 11 years now so it's just like i just don't yeah i feel like my i would have tummy issues but yeah definitely can i I, i'm curious so what made you start uh becoming a vegetarian i read like several books books when i was like 15 and um one of them was the omnivore's dilemma another one was fast food nation and there was one other one and it was like a summer and i just like read them all and it i just like i couldn't look at meat the same same. yeah and i think that food has always just has been like you know i like food like everyone else but it's also been like very it's been fuel to me you know like so i think if it if it didn't if i wish yeah if if there's like meat and then there's like oh there's like some beans over here like it it, the beans are available and it doesn't you know it's there's no effect on the well there is an effect of of everything on the environment like when you're growing surface value it's less yeah Yeah. yes like way less of if the plants are available and there there's a large amount of them like why would i it it felt like a waste i guess for me to like eat the meat but yeah yeah um i was just always curious because like my perspective of um like the vegetarian realm is there's a lot of women that are vegetarian i didn't know what, what i think what about that a lot that. too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that um i don't know well andrew was vegetarian for a little bit i was too i was vegetarian for a week oh <laughs> yeah and i literally was like i am exhausted of vegetables really? right now yeah, yeah within a week yeah i think he was for like a couple of years but um yeah it does seem that way and part of it i think is just like we have this weird thing where it's like meat is manly why who knows um that's a good question i don't know yeah why. well i think i think it's back to the small tribes thing yeah women, like you kill typically and, yeah. women mm-hmm. raise the kids and picked 
the berries foraging. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and then men went out and killed the meat, mm-hmm. which is sure. where, uh, like, a large majority of the calories that we consumed back then were from animal fats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then, like, and there were a lot of societies where you only would get meat, like, once in a while, you yeah. know? Like, not forever, obviously, depending on, like, your climate and where you were, yeah, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, and I've tried... I don't know, and I think, like, a lot of time, you know, again, evolution... Okay. <laughs> like, I'm trying to clarify because I like not all women are one way, not all men are yeah. another way. But like, I guess in an evolutionary aspect, like maybe you know, women are m- traditionally more like sympathetic, empathetic. So you have like feelings in mind. I don't know, or, or like you have men have that logical where it's like, well, just because I stop eating meat won't change the situation. Like that we are. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, because at first I think there was what was the the real famous documentary that was converted a lot of people to being vegan i forget what it was called but uh it ended up being like fact checked and stuff like that and it turns out most of the information was was uh not true in the documentary and, and that's yeah. unfortunate too because then you have this whole entire um market that is devoted to i mean the the health industry is one of the biggest industries to make money in mm-hmm. you just convince the right amount of dumb people the yeah. wrong information mm-hmm. i mean that could be carnivore too like i'm not gonna lie when be. i tried the carnivore diet it was like just to just I, it was almost like I look at my body as like an experiment mm-hmm. of like, uh, I'm going to try this and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. It almost I've, seemed like bro science at the time. Like, just eat meat. Still does to me. Still does to me. Yeah. 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 And that, I mean, that goes back to the same thing, you know, like data doesn't lie, but it doesn't mm-hmm. tell the whole story and you can manipulate it to like yeah. say whatever kind of narrative you want. And I think that like spending my brief time in like research, I think it just makes you very skeptical of everything, mm-hmm. you know, but. Well, different food affects different people. That's so true. You know yeah, because I mean? like, your your gut biome is a like it's a whole ecosystem in and of itself. And yeah. Like, so my gut biome might be better at at uh, digesting certain things and less at digesting others. Yeah. And I feel better maybe running off of X Y Z instead of A B C. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and too many people just you know they they grow up they grow up eating a certain way and they die eating that same way. You right. Know what I mean? That's what I think the main thing with like being a vegetarian, like I'm, I'm not going to tell anyone they shouldn't eat meat, which I'm never offended by it. Like I'm like, I don't care what other people do, but um, it's also like, just maybe you don't have to have meat three times a day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like right. think outside of like how food can be many different things and like maybe different than how you well, try, do. try everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so many people won't try new things. Yeah. yeah. yeah not just food but like in general in yeah. life but like it becomes the same thing i like what i like i don't want change mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. change is hard mm-hmm. yeah but the gut biome like you mentioned is like very interesting to me i don't understand it but Nobody like does. right now <laughs> i'm on yeah i'm on antibiotics for my jaw whatever and like i feel like when i'm on antibiotics like i can't eat it kills everything Rex, and i have I just nothing got off i crave of nothing yeah. yeah i just got I, off of them do you I, experience that like nothing sounds good like you're hungry but i'm like i can't th- think of what so that out of nowhere my stomach will like just turn upside down like i I, so like i know with females like sometimes they just randomly get waves of nausea yeah i'm a nauseous girl yeah (laughs) but like uh, that's it's a thing yeah and a lot of girls get headaches too that's Mm -hmm. like uh, just is what it is yeah um but like so so i've i don't get either of those things very regularly so but when i get on antibiotics i'll just get waves of nausea i'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden i'm like like yeah yeah that's my biggest thing with that and then uh i feel like my digestion isn't what it is but i I also like take multiple things that have probiotics in it too so i I don't know how much that does or doesn't help i don't i don't know there's 
That's the problem with the internet is that you can find something to support what it is you Whatever want to believe. Whatever you want. If but you, you can search also the find right something thing. to refute it. Exactly. Yeah, There's a positive right and a negative study on everything. You could yeah. Google why is coffee good for you and it's going to mm. tell you why it's good for you. Why is coffee bad for you and it's going to tell you why it's bad yeah. for you. And it's like, well, what do I do yeah. now? And it's just like, yeah. ah. Figure mm. it out. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I think, ev- but everything to a certain extent is probably bad for you. Everything. But I, I was having this conversation with Andrew. It's like some things, people, it's like, if someone likes something, they will go to the end of the earth to like be like, oh defend no, it. it's this, to try to defend it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I wish some people would just be like, nah, it, this is my vice. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. caffeine, like it has pros and cons. That's my vice. I don't yeah, care. Same. I'm going to drink it because it, it's nice. Like whatever. My my thing with caffeine, just to go off on that little tangent, is mm-hmm. like I used to not drink any coffee before I started dating my wife. Really? And, <laughs> yeah. And that was just like what she did. And so, uh, you know, that was her drug of choice. So I started taking her drug and... Um, like before that I was like, like food was my biggest addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably why I was, you know, over 280 pounds. But, um, like I don't like being, feel like I'm tied to something Yeah. as far as like, a, like I feel like I, especially like when I go hunting, that's when I realize it. Like if you don't have caffeine, you know, you're gonna get a headache. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I'll just always have caffeine. It's like, but what if you don't mm-hmm. Yeah. like in an apocalypse, where are you going to get coffee from? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to get caffeine from? Yeah. If you don't have a stockpile of caffeine, you're going to have to experience headaches mm-hmm. until it, your body normalizes itself. I just don't like being addicted to things. Yeah. So, but I had to detox off caffeine because I used to take pre-workout a lot. And I'd have like four scoops of pre-workout and drink a bang. <laughs> and yeah. I, like, That's dude, a lot. We used to work together and he had caffeine pills at his desk. Yeah, literally. I would, I would wake up, pop two caffeine pills. That's yeah. a lot. That, that's, luckily, this is like 4 a.m. And I'm like, two caffeine pills. Scoop you ever, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. had your blood pressure tested? Yeah, it's fun. He's that's like, I'm great. Hello, surprise. I, I, I drink half calf now coffee. This is not, I don't have full full calf coffee very much. We drink we drink um, dark roast. So yeah. dark roast has less caffeine. I'm not going to say yeah. it's half calf, but plus yeah. my girlfriend, or my, my wife now, she's pregnant. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I drink half calf now, so it's it's actually nice. That's yeah. a time I'm actually not looking. If I ever have a child, and then. I actually have a very low tolerance, so like I can't finish a couple because co- I feel it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I like it, but I, I can't do very much. I'll drink to the honestly. point of anxiety. I can, yeah. I can, I can now have no caffeine to be fine. Yeah, because I'm just so used to it now. Mm-hmm. Like I gave up all of it. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I, I'm to the point when I go hunting. So okay, this isn't just me, but coffee makes people poop, mm-hmm. and like it's it body function. Some sometimes just smell it, and you're like, <laughs> I'll like be going to go do something, and I hadn't had my coffee yet, and I'm like, okay, I'm going here. And Will I, I have coffee, the opportunity? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, like uh, as weird as it might sound, it might be a dude thing. Maybe other people do it. I don't know, but I have to like plan my shits. Yes. <laughs> like, the, I won't yeah. drink coffee at certain times because I know <laughs> if I do, I'm going to have to shit and that would be inconvenient for that time. Yes. Yeah. There was a period where I was training for a marathon and which it got canceled from because of COVID. So it didn't happen. Darn but it, that yeah, son of a bitch, <laughs> I was doing all those like long miles. I'm like, for what? But anyways, they were really long runs. So I would have to like drink my coffee and then wait. Because you can't go before. Yeah. Like, it's like two hours before you go for a run after you yeah. drink coffee. Yeah. That you're, yeah. Because yeah. I've learned the hard way. So my first 5K that I did, mm-hmm. I I literally – so it was at this big lake and it was a, it was like a little bit over one lap around this big lake. Mm-hmm. And I remember this is like the first run I ever did. We were running every day after work. This run was first thing in the morning. And okay, I always so drink my coffee in the morning. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, no. You, you, you yeah. can probably sense where yeah, this yeah. is going. I learned this one the hard way. I drank, I had nothing but caffeine. Mm. I'd only had coffee. I was yeah. dehydrated from the night before. Like, my like you, you don't realize how much how important hydration is. Oh, yeah. 
on a three mile run you can skate by. Three mm-hmm. miles is not that much. It was a lot for me at that time, but three miles in you know compared to a marathon's nothing. Mm-hmm. And so it's a thirty minute run mm-hmm. for most people. And like I got there and I was still drinking my coffee and I was like, oh my God, I have to sh-. like, there's like a line for the bathrooms and I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> I still I vividly done? remember like, like my stomach being like, <laughs> and I'm running, like, you can't, it's yeah. Running with that is the most terrible feeling. Ever. Especially if you run outside. Cause if you run on a treadmill, like, you know, the bathroom doesn't move. Oh yeah. Yeah. The bathroom yeah. Stays but right no, no, no. When corner. you're running, you're like, you're always on, like, on the lookout. Dude. Yeah. And that, that lake that we ran on, I did not know where the bathrooms were. Like I would plan those runs. Frantically looking around. Colton's ran there with me before. Like, yeah. like it would be like, okay, we're going to go meet at this There's lake. There's a bathroom like, there. We have, yeah. Where? Oh, off, off of the way. I, I'd have to. I've never been to it. Yeah, I've never been to it. I planned my my urination and my mm. defecation around it. Um, <laughs> but no, like I literally got there and like I was like sick to my. I was I had to run slower because I was worried. Yeah. Like, and I and it it was just my stomach cramping at that point. Like there was like I couldn't empty my bowels anymore, and I was like, like never again. So my next 5K that I did, like the actual like event 5K I did, I did the exact same thing. First thing in the morning, drink caffeine. I was just dumb. (sighs) But so what I've started doing, Mm -hmm. I realized that different caffeine, like coffee is the one that makes, like that's the caffeine that makes me have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So do you know what liquid IV is? Yeah. The hydration supplement. Mm -hmm. They make a caffeine one and I love to keep those. Mm -hmm. So like we'll get like a bag of those and it'll last me like a year Mm -hmm. because I I don't use them very often. But like if I know I'm going to go for a run, I'll just grab one of those. those? Yeah. 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 Or if I need to be like out and about and away from like the comfort of my own bathrooms Mm -hmm. or like wherever I'm going. Yeah. I'll take those, especially when I go hunting because. Yeah. Because you don't have access. Yeah. I could take cold brew coffee with me, but it's going to do the same thing there. Mm. Yeah, 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 even I, more to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cold stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes everything just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so I'll take a packet of those, and we always have cases of water whenever we go hunting. Oh, for, you should like, pour it in there. Yeah, yeah just right. like it makes it super convenient. I keep like four of them in my my hunting bag, and then like I have caffeine, and I don't get a headache. But I hate I hate having to remember that I have those, mm-hmm. yeah. or having to go to a gas station middle of the day to buy an energy drink because I didn't have caffeine. That's what I hate. I hate the. It could be worse though. Reliant on it. Yeah, yeah it could be sucks. worse. Could be something else. You know. What yeah. I mean? A lot of people be. have nicotine, and nicotine's yeah. expensive. Yeah. I mean, coffee is too, but you know. Uh, less so, I guess. Yeah. Imagine mm. I, I, that's not. I've never had a nicotine addiction, but I can. Mm-mm. Like you see people that are just like they have to stop Beamed at the gas station to get cigarettes or dip or mm-hmm. whatever Vapes their vice is. All that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just imagine budgeting for that. Mm. Financially. I know that's the thing. Like yeah. I it's anything it's like I like money more than I like mm-hmm. I know we just talked about like money not, not being the center of I think but. I think I like what money can do for me yes yeah I like room. I feel like the most thing because again I have this conversation with Andrew about like it's not just you know like hoarding the money it's like it for me I feel like it's like a game like <laughs> do you know what Honestly, i mean and like Monopoly you know you want to win yeah you like want to win but also it's just like the security that it brings is like because uh, in economics like we talk about utility and like there's certain numbers that you can assign to your utility and i derive utility from security you know can you, and can money you brings explain that. that a little bit more like uh, clearly like as far as like what do you mean by utility well utility okay so in econ they call them utils a util is a it's a certain unit and you can, based on, like, whatever you're measuring, it can be a different. But, like, they use econometrics to assign, like, a certain, like, number amount. And, again, that varies based on what you're studying, whatever. But, like, okay, like, this is an example I 
share with people. Okay, so you can sometimes it is better to be put yourself to be on like a to take out a loan. Yeah, okay, like a mortgage. This is this is what I'm going. So some people be like, don't pay off your mortgage if you have a low interest rate because that money that you would use to pay off your mortgage, you would invest and that the percentage your return would be higher mm -hmm. than your interest rate on the house, right? right. So the best best financial advice is don't pay off your mortgage early. It's dumb, you know, because uh, obviously when you buy your house, it's like worth much more later. So your money is the most valuable to you at that current moment because it will obviously like be worth less later on. So um, you just invest that amount and yeah. But some people receive utility from paying off their house. Mm -hmm. So like it, it, that's the whole thing with econ is like humans are, well, in econ, we view them as rational human beings, but now there's like other sectors of economics where we yeah. know that humans are not rational human, human beings. So right. we, part of that is assigning utility to like feelings sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> does so there's 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 other factors too. Like yeah. that, like you said, like the rational human thing is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. um, so most people's most expensive thing they'll ever buy in their life is their house, right? Yeah, yeah, and. The problem that that the simple the simple thing to say is mm -hmm. you know buy a house for as long and as long of a mortgage with the lowest interest rate you can get and you know uh, don't pay extra on it just make the minimum payment and you know um, you know some people even do reverse mortgages which is basically like my house is paid off and now every time uh, the bank pays me they're taking a little bit more stake in the house that's I mean, you, you know yeah yeah, like yeah yeah so. Uh, the problem that those things take into that they don't take into account is that if those people took that extra money that they were going to pay on their mortgage and invested it, mm -hmm. most people don't do that. I would say well, yes, ninety exactly. plus percent people don't yeah. do that. They take that extra, they take that extra money and they upgrade their life. Right, or they feel that um, like even like decision fatigue if you're like oh my god the money's just sitting there and maybe you're not touching it but it gives you like some kind of mental like you lose utility from that because it's uh, occupying mental space so basically utility just measures what money cannot most of the time yeah and the biggest problem with money is like most people look at it and they see a number mm -hmm. and they don't think about it past that but that number is a tool yes that's, exactly that's the yeah. problem is most people don't view money as a tool mm -hmm. money like the people will search to like the people that seek out money primarily that is their tool mm -hmm. like that but they don't realize that they just want more of that tool and it's like okay but for what yeah yeah and that's the hard part is mm -hmm. to get into the for what thing mm -hmm. um you know uh, some people they don't even budget they just live paycheck to paycheck yeah. because they're like this is what i have and this is what i can do and this is my limit and it's like no no, no. you have to be disciplined mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. put a portion of it towards investments, a portion of it towards retirement, a portion of it towards uh, debts and stuff like that. And then if you start to make more money, don't upgrade your lifestyle. Yeah. Or you should have limits. You know right, what I mean? Right, Most right. people don't have guidelines mm -hmm. for their budgets and for their finances. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I remember you telling me that like you got into that because you felt like um, you were raised the way you raised it was kind of the opposite. And so like you wanted to. I had no financial um, teachings. Yeah. So like you nothing. like delve deep. Parents... You could have gone like one or two ways and you went the way like, no, I'm really going to get into this, which is nice. But I remember when I first got like, I started working on my friends where we all started working. You know, I haven't been in the workforce for like that long um, or, you know, professionally. Mm -hmm. And um, I got a, a good job. It was like, you know, well paying for like new graduate, whatever. Right. But I just saw my friends were doing a lot like 
way more than me like they were buying a lot of things and i was like how is this possible and i felt like i did all the right things like whatever and yet i'm like i can't do those things or i feel uncomfortable mm. doing those things how are they able to do this and then i would find out little pieces you know they would talk about like oh i only have this much in my account or oh my grandpa bought me this like whatever they uh, whatever like oh we make the same amount but you're buying all this stuff it people approach finances differently and i realize that a lot of people are not as careful as i am or a, a lot of other people are and or risk as a risk averse you know and that was like an eye opener to not always just take people's because to me like i wasn't necessarily jealous of their stuff i'm like oh my gosh am am I not good enough at my job that I don't make as much, you know, because you just want to be good at what you do. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe they're valued more at their company, you know, whatever. And, but seeing that, you know, some people, they just don't really care about the future that much. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think that there's much thought into it. So yeah. Yeah. The, the, well, you also got to look at the norms of society. So like, um, people, so you ever heard the phrase that like you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. Yeah. And, and I really believe that. And people, will try and be around what they classify quote unquote as normal people or what make them feel normal. Mm -hmm. And the normal thing in society is like, if you look at what it is, it's to go heavily into debt in your twenties mm -hmm. and then work on paying it off for the rest of your life and then downgrading your lifestyle when you become retired. Yeah. Because what you can't afford to live the lifestyle you maintain throughout your working years. Mm -hmm. And I, I despise that. I've watched a lot of my family retire and I like, that's why I've said I've talked about this ad nauseum with this, but like retirement to me is like seems like a scam. It's a scam to keep middle class people middle class forever. Uh, you mean like by how people don't save for retirement? What do you mean? So what I mean by that is like people will work a job they hate for thirty to forty years, yeah, or a job that they don't absolutely love mm -hmm. because it pays the bills that they have that mm -hmm. they've accumulated because of what's normalized by society, yeah, and then when they retire. They think that like they're going to sail off into the sunset and live this life. And then they, they start oh, going no. to all their friends are dying. They have to go to funerals <laughs> or they're going to the doctor all the time because they've in order to enjoy their life during that miserable period of working 40 years at a job. They, mm -hmm. they sought out comfort in food and television. And, yeah. And like, now not you, you're not bodies. even well enough to enjoy your life. Right. So they just been and I've watched family members and friends and stuff like that do that. And I was like, that's not what I want retirement to be. Yeah. Like I want to be the Warren Buffett of like not health, but the Warren Buffett of like a, I as crazy as this sounds and to a lot of people this at, at surface value sounds crazy but it's like i want to be the guy that like dies working yeah but i want it, the thing that i'm working at to be something i love yes yeah like so i think i told yeah. you about my dad like he um recently retired from his like he was a dentist and he recently retired and he's working at home depot because that was his dream like <laughs> he loves like he loves woodworking he loves yeah. making things fixing things and so he's like i'm gonna work at home depot when i retire and i'm gonna know everything about that store and he does and they're like trying to make him the manager and stuff and he's like guys like stop like he's a doctor I, that's yeah, he's like he's like you guys i'm here to hang out i don't want to be the manager you know what i mean like so they're trying to like promote him because he's just like so into it but and same with my mom like i mean she could be retired but she she still works because she knows she needs to it's good for, and it's so good for your brain your, too I mean, your body as you get older we are creatures of habits yeah and too many people don't know that and like they want to just completely like you have done this thing from age let's just say age 20 to age 60 yeah that's 40 years mm -hmm. so you've done this thing where you wake up monday through friday go to your job you come home and then they just they think they can stop and that their body's going to be okay with it it's yeah like, no, your body has been in motion for 40 years doing yeah. this like you need to to supplement that with something else mm -hmm. or you need to like 
like just enjoy what you're doing so you don't feel like you have to stop doing it yes the uh the number one thing i heard this on podcasts so i don't have i can't cite my sources but like i (laughs) but they said the number one thing to like retain your cognitive abilities is continuing to work into old age like the longer you work the better you retain your cognitive Mm -hmm. abilities so if you if you don't use it you lose it most people retire and die yeah, yeah. Look, that's look why at, I keep telling my parents. I'm like, I don't want to take care. <laughs> I don't want to take care of you guys. I don't want you guys to go yeah. senile. So please, just like keep it up. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like start painting. Do yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, something. You that's, gotta, this, mi- yeah. This like similar to how Andrew said that jujitsu was like his retirement job. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do for retirement, and and it's it's knocked it's on his door true. thirty years before he you know retirement age quote unquote mm-hmm. if, if fifty nine and a half is what I consider retirement yeah. age, so sixty. I just round sure. up to sixty. So um. Like this was this was my retirement job, mm-hmm. and you're doing it. Yeah, so I was like, why the fuck am I gonna wait till I'm old yeah. and have less energy? To do yeah, I think it? people always plan like, oh, when this happens, I'll do one this, day I'll do this. Yeah, yeah. T- tomorrow I will, and then yes. tomorrow never comes. Youth is wasted on the young. Yep, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but I that's like something that. I've always admired about Andrew. Is he's like so unafraid to just do things. I think I think a lot of part of it is growing up in chaos. It, yeah like he had nothing to lose i mean i don't mean mm-hmm. that whatever but um yeah it, it's yeah yeah like i i think I, I was always i get nervous doing things right and i really enjoy my life and i really enjoy my job but i, I feel like i was constantly like am i doing the right thing you know but he will just try things they don't work out they don't work out and you won't know unless you try yeah and i think everything's a, a balance but um i think we're good for each other in that way so thank you yeah. <laughs> um but no, like, I mean, same thing you were, I mean, most people show up for this to do the podcast and they're nervous, but these are yeah. the same people that would like talk to me about like octopus at, you know what I mean? Like how they're, yeah. like, they're squid or cool or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Octopi, I or, believe. Whatever. Um, <laughs> octopuses or whatever. Octopi, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not good with the languages, but, um, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's those people, everyone who normally shows up for the podcast, I ask them to do the podcast because it's been easy for me to talk to them already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like it's putting the microphones in the in the uh, um in the camera in front of them and being like hey other people can listen to this all of a sudden they're just like oh shit but that's why my favorite part of every podcast is like the second half that's mm-hmm. typically when the best shit comes they get, out they get comfy a couple yeah. hours in yeah. you like loosen up a little bit yeah yeah it's and for me and colton this is easy now because yeah. we've been doing it for so long the first it's ones just, were weird though yeah they were yeah yeah i bet yeah but i mean the only way to get through them is to get through them mm-hmm. and but um, you're good at talking to people like you can think of things to say <laughs> like, it's a problem yeah yeah <laughs> maybe maybe it's not maybe it'll make mm-hmm. money one day i don't know that'd be crazy but um but so many people are just scared to try new things because they're worried that, I mean, i'm not a person who doesn't have that like i i get scared anytime i do something new mm-hmm. but i'm just okay with being scared i guess uh, yeah i think that's like the main thing i don't think it matters if you're scared as long as you just do it mm-hmm yeah. I mean, you just you just show up and you be like, "Listen, I'm going to be I trust myself enough to where it's like I'll be okay. I'm going to make it through this. What's the worst that can happen?" Yeah. I actually recently like I don't know, I'm super interested in like just like how to make super children. <laughs> so CRISPR? <laughs> yeah, uh, I like, want to do um like experiments on my children, but <laughs> nothing that would like harm them. Just like what's going to happen if I like, you know, whatever but like part of it is that <laughs> i glaze over of, that hannah you got to talk more about that <laughs> but like part of it is how i've been thinking a lot about recently is how do you make children that trust themselves you know like they try things because they trust that they 
in themselves that they will be okay. And it doesn't matter what someone else is doing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if someone else is, is there to catch them. It's just, yeah. And I think to when they're young, they have to trust you because you yeah. are part of their self sort of mm-hmm. uh, like very little. Um, but then as they grow up, you know, because I think creating, you know, not fear less, but very little fear. That's how you make like great humans. Yeah. Uh, people who just like, you know, dare to do those like dangerous things. Yeah. That's a good point. And, and I, I've thought about it too, just in, in different terms, mm-hmm. but like basically you have to allow your kids to fail. Yeah. Like you have to create, I mean, essentially that's what you're doing mm-hmm. when kids learn is you're trying to create a safe environment for them to fail. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then I think you help them fix it. Yeah. And I think luckily, like, you know, I didn't do anything growing up like too crazy, mm-hmm. but I do feel like, um, the times where I did mess up, like I got in big trouble. Like my parents had high standards for us, but then they were, my mom would always be like, okay, so now we're going to, I'm going to, you're going to do, do X, Y, and Z. We're going to figure out how to fix it. Like she was there to like help guide me and it just helped me figure it out. You know what I mean? And I think that's. Another thing too is, uh, I mean, this is hard as a parent for Mm -hmm. people to do is to just, I mean, you have to be a good parent to have, to raise good kids, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's a hard thing. No, it itself. is, yeah. But like, um, to, to like, have you ever have you ever seen like a movie or something like that where like a like a kid doesn't do something well and the parent like like kneels down next to him and goes, "Listen, I'm not mad that you didn't do well at this. I'm yeah. mad that you didn't try to do well at this." Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm mad about. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I I want to instill when I do have kids, I want to instill in them like. I'm not going to be mad that you failed at something. I'm going to yeah. be mad that you didn't try to do right. well at it. You didn't, you didn't give it any effort because effort is the one thing that's that like, that's what makes capitalism work is yeah. effort and mm-hmm. the lack of equality because of the lack of effort. Mm-hmm. And you got to teach your kids that like the more focus you give something, the better you're going to be at it. Like the Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan at basketball because he gave basketball so much attention in his life yes yes yeah like as much as you know some stuff is innate but a lot of it most of it is is hard work and if you work hard at something like you i mean yeah you eventually see the fruits of you know your label and i just remember my parents being like you know even if we just tried something like it was just like aren't you proud of yourself you know and i think Mm -hmm. you know that self-preservation is important in kids yeah. And when I said I didn't fail very often, I mean like I didn't mess up big time. At, you know, like I wasn't like going to jail or anything. I <laughs> I failed at plenty of things in life. You know, but I'm just saying, yeah. What, what what would be a good example of what you're saying? Like something that like your parents were like, "Hey, you didn't do this well," and you learned from it. So, I think this is a very like basic case. A lot of people could speak to, but school was always kind of like my thing you know like i was good at i had like uh i like full scholarships like to college which was great because oklahoma really reward if you do well on standardized testing like they really reward you for it which is great and so i went to the university of oklahoma and i my freshman year was hard i was playing like a d1 sport and then i was allergic to my dorm room it had like some mold so i had chronic typical for oklahoma yeah so i had like chronic bronchitis but i'm also competing in a d1 sport so i'm waking up at 4 a.m to like go row and oh that's right you were you were i was trying to remember what sport you're yeah rowing. rowing okay and um i can't breathe like i have a 
fever all the time the doctor is prescribing me codeine she's like just take it and i'm like no <laughs> like, <laughs> like i have to like i have so many jobs to do and like whatever and you know i think when school is easy for you in high school which it is for a lot of people when you get to college you're like there were i mean there are some things that were easy but it's it's just like you don't know how to study because you never had to in your whole life yep. you know and i think a lot of things like came a little more naturally and that and that carried over to some classes some classes didn't but i got a d in a class because I was so we were traveling that year they traveled more than any other year like with the rowing team so I was traveling like Wednesday through Sunday I was at school like two days a week and you know I think that's sometimes like athletes get there uh, first of all in rowing like everyone's a perfectionist like all those girls are like very academically capable I was not like you know but uh, freshman year is like it's just you're acclimating a lot well, so I was sick all the time I wasn't sleeping like I was missing school like four like three out of the five days a week it was just like a lot and so i did not do well in a class and um obviously you only i only had two semesters because i had done well very well fall semester i had done very well except for this one class in like spring semester and so um it dropped my gpi to keep like a very high gpa to keep my scholarship and it dropped it like right below and i literally so i used to do this thing if i got yelled at i would literally like black out like pass out basically like i couldn't see like i was just like i oh, hated shit. getting in trouble yeah and so like i i basically i realized that my grade point like went below and i was like oh my god like i can't go to school anymore like i don't have the money like whatever and so just like absolutely freaking out and my mom was mad she's like you're fully capable and i was like you know they're not mad about the grade they're mad that like that you allowed it to happen yeah they're like you are smart like you know whatever uh did you ask for help like blah 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 you know like you never told us that you were doing whatever and so um i you know after i got yelled at and felt like my life was literally <laughs> ending i <laughs> um i remember she was like okay she was like well whatever like let's figure out she's she like okay so we she's like go find your scholarship papers like she i kept them in a certain spot and so i pull them out we like read the terms because they all have terms we go through the terms um it doesn't really say anything it's just like you have to keep this certain so it has a number it's like for questions call blah, blah blah and this was back when i received like my senior year of high school so like we call and she's like um okay so you she's like oh yeah yeah like this happens all the time like <laughs> you will have a semester of probation you know just make sure you get your grades up that semester and you get your you keep your scholarship for that semester going forward everything's fine and oh, it was God. like you know and it's like, like all <sighs> i had to do was like call that yeah. lady but in my head it I, I, it was all over but you know and i did get in trouble um but it, it was in like everything's gonna be fine but my mom was like okay let's set up a plan so that you you know because they're not checking your you're an adult like yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah. it's like how are you gonna make sure that you don't fall behind like that you know like she made me you needed to verbalize yeah and she made you experience that pain well yeah I, I and i don't think you. i i don't think i ever got anything below an a after that yeah yeah, so I had like yeah. a three. You, you experienced, yeah. Yeah, you had to experience the pain of not getting what you're supposed to to not have that happen again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, that's not nothing crazy happened to me. Like yeah. even if I did lose it, like I still probably would have been fine. But to me, that yeah. was horrible. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah the the grade thing is uh yeah so i think and it, again it's like as when you have a parent just knowing that like my mom probably doesn't even remember that incident yeah. but just know it like everything you do but that pop like literally when i have an issue i literally revert back to that instance like it was okay and i fixed mm. it and i was able to work myself back like it 
I don't know, just knowing that your children, like they fall back on what you teach them. Like they yeah. might remember one specific incident. That's kind of like crazy to me. I guess my biggest parallel to that. So when I was getting my real estate license, yeah. um, I didn't realize that the course that I had bought, an online course, mm-hmm. was for six months. I thought it was for a year. Oh. And I was dragging my ass mm-hmm. on it because A, it's, I'm not, I struggle. So I can be really good in school. Yeah. I often, I'm like, I can, I've been a straight A student before. But I'm like, wow, the amount of effort that that takes, mm-hmm. and it's not really worth it just getting a piece of paper saying you made you know principles on. I role. fully understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I started when when I like when I achieved straight A's, and I was like, wow, I can dial it back thirty mm-hmm. percent, and I can still pass. Do well, yeah. And like that doesn't make me dumb for getting a C in a, a subject. It means that I just did the amount that I needed to pass. You maximize your utility. I was efficient. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I started to become more of an, uh, a C like student in subjects that I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. And then the subjects that I like, I was really good at math. Like I was always an A student in math. Right. Which, you know, just, it just made sense to me. I actually gave a shit about doing well in it. Right. Um, but then like science and uh, language arts, I'd be like, I know how to talk. Like, what do I need to learn this? Yeah, you're like, who for? cares? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's octopi or octopuses or whatever. Like, I didn't yeah. care. I was like, you know what I'm saying, bitch, shut up. But um, that was my <laughs> thought. And, uh, but like, so when I was taking my real estate stuff, it's all a lot of legal terms. Mm-hmm. And like, you read it, you could read a sentence three times and still not know what know it what means. Know what it means, yeah. yeah. And that shit is, it's hard for me to read a book or anything that I'm not interested in, let alone can't understand. So, so I zone out. I'm pretty easy at zoning out too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, unless it's something I like. Mm-hmm. Well, it made it super hard to be disciplined because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And so it some, some people will take the real estate license or get the real estate license in two weeks. Like mm-hmm. there's classes where you do, you know, two weeks straight, like a normal job, Monday through Friday, eight to five, and you have your real estate license at the end of the two weeks. Me going at a self-guided uh class doing it by myself at my own pace made me drag ass and Mm -hmm. so because i was dragging ass on it like literally i remember i was like okay i really just need to get this done because a it affected the podcast which i hold near dear to me this podcast and i that that spare time that i was using to edit videos you can ask colt i was doing it all the time Mm -hmm. that's all i was doing um outside of like working out the other things that i hold dear and i like forfeited the podcast clip editing and stuff like that that i loved to do my real estate stuff, which I hated, mm-hmm. and uh, at least the the class. And I was like, as soon as I get this done with, I can go back to doing that thing that I enjoyed. Right. And I was like, I need to pedal through this and uh-huh. just fucking nose to the grindstone. Well, I remember logging in on one of those towards the end of the six months when I was like nose to the grindstone kind of yeah. attitude. And I remember like, I logged in and it was like, your ses- session has expired. <gasps> and I had that same, like a like when your grade <laughs> like went under shit, the thing, I was yeah. like, oh no. And like, the course cost like 200 bucks and I was worried yeah. I was going to have to buy the course again. Mm-hmm. But $200 knowing that I am the reason that I wasted the $200, $200 yeah. pisses me off. Right. Because right. it was like 250 I think. Mm-hmm. And that would be like, wow, I spent $500 on something that should have only been $250. Like if you hear that, like nothing is going to make a person more mad than like yeah, yeah, yeah. overspending on something mm-hmm. because of your own self. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was so mad. And so I you had I, to repay it, yeah? No. Was, um, okay. Similar thing to you. Good I did the old-fashioned thing and I like called the guy up. Yeah. Or I called the people up and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like this was completely my fault. I thought it was a year. It turns out it's six months. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And he was, okay, yeah, I, I'll extend it for a month for you for free. At, just yeah. so you know, if, if you don't finish it within the month. And I was like, 
I think it was a, oh. like right at halfway through. It took me six like, months to get halfway through. To do so much He's like, I'm work. giving you 30 more days, bitch. That's how it felt on the phone. He's like, and after that, you have to pay for it. And I'm like, and it was like 20 bucks for an extra month. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying Dude, $20. In the one month. <laughs> All of a sudden, I had a deadline and I became like somebody who was training for a marathon that was already yeah. scheduled. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, I, I like, time is finite now. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to finish it this month. Finished it in a month. Boom. The second half of it was done in a month. Got my real estate license now. Wow. I didn't know you had that. Yeah passed it first try which is abnormal too yeah but i knew my when i scheduled my test so when you finish you have to finish the course i finished the course Mm -hmm. and i passed the test on that and they're like cool here's your certificate of completion for saying you have the required 60 it's called a 63 hour course okay and i was like here's your your completion for that i was like all right cool now you have to schedule the state exam and pass the state exam to get the license okay so i just didn't schedule it was like two i want to say it was like two weeks or a month or something like that that i went and i was like haphazardly studying for it like not yeah. really studying for it but i also hadn't scheduled my exam yet too and i was like oh i've got time i got time. right and i was like wait i need to do this as close to when i learned the material to make the yeah, test don't forget. For yeah yeah so i called and i scheduled it for like a month out and when i when i had that finite date of like i think it was like may 9th or whatever whatever the date was yeah. like when that comes like i'm yeah, taking the test yourself. that day yeah. i have to know my shit and i started studying like a fiend like driving to jujitsu daniela would like read flashcards to me for <laughs> for real estate and then like so it was like recently you got that yeah last oh, month. nice nice really, yeah, yeah and i literally thank you um but i got on my lunch breaks in like in the evening times like i was any free time i had i was trying to just like read shit and like focus on the things that i didn't like, yeah that i wasn't good at or take practice questions read shit and just be like okay like this is what i'm gonna consume this is the content i'm gonna consume so i can be good at it right yeah it's yeah, and all that time would have... That's a big thing. I always tell people, it's like, the time is going to pass. Like, that time would have passed and you could have not gotten your real estate license. But you uh, did it just with, like, all that extra little time you had. So I think goals are important. Because yeah. goals have, like, a timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is... Uh, 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 Dave Ramsey says it. I forget what it's called. Uh, but it's not his quote either. I just know it from him. Something to do with, like, a a goal without time on it is just a wish. Mm-hmm. and it's like you're just gonna wish for shit yeah you're you gonna try yeah, yeah that's what in the new year like i'm big on writing stuff down because that you want to do because if you don't do it it makes you feel worse mm-hmm. yeah if you I don't write it, i'm a just piece not, of shit even just yeah. not write, <laughs> even just not writing it down makes you feel bad yeah because you're like i'm just gonna forget this in two days yeah yeah and if you yeah i don't know like and, and if if it's just like in your head it's like if you don't do it's like oh yeah i want to do that someday but if you wrote it down like i want to complete this like this year in the next six months it's like okay you didn't do it why mm-hmm. you yep. know and it's like I feel like you should, yeah, and they have to be obtainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, when he came on the podcast, mentioned like, like we would do like a whole breakdown of what what a goal is and how what makes it a goal and stuff. Like that. And it was actually like I had never heard it in the terms that he put in. It was actually really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone listening wants to hear that, it's Nick, Nick Myers. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like setting it because so many people like like I should probably do that more with the podcast. You like have goals for the podcast, goals mm-hmm. for my jujitsu, goals for my, uh, you know, every aspect of my life, and I, that is something I've fail on and i need to be better at yeah i've even seen like when i would row like okay we get we would have like 2k tests where it's like you uh, how fast you can row a 2k two kilometers right yes and um so you know you have certain goal like some people would just like wing it and just i'm just gonna go as fast as i can but you always 
you think you're going as fast as you can, but you're not really, you know? So I would make these like on cards, I would put a time that I wanted and like the split, cause you have a split of what you get every 500 meters and that adds up to your total time, right? So I either the total time or the split, I would write on a card and I would put them everywhere. So it's like, I would see it mm-hmm. all the time. Become that time. <laughs> Literally, like, yeah. and maybe that's stupid, but like- it makes sense. I, so when you're doing the test, you're like, you can't, you know, maybe you're two seconds slower it, and because you it, the way the erg works you can see where you're going to end like the number based on your mm-hmm. split and so it's like okay yeah i'm going to finish two seconds slower if you didn't have that time you'd be like oh this is a good time mm-hmm. you know because yeah. it's faster than my last one whatever but it's like no I'm like failing. i'm going to go home and i'm going to see all those cards that i wrote everywhere they're in my textbooks like yeah and yeah. It's, every card reminds you of how you didn't you, mm-hmm. two seconds and to lose by two seconds too like yeah that's you awful. think about it, it's like oh there it goes yeah that was it yeah right that was there. it it's yeah. gone it's yeah. gone yeah and yep. yeah so i don't know it's like if i would have just given a little bit more effort to it, it you make it makes you realize that people that uh are high performers in work in life in general are people who try to operate like machines but in order to do that they have to be incredibly methodical yeah like people who break like uh i've been fascinated by um do you know who cameron haynes is he's like no, an ultra marathon so. runner a hunter and stuff like that okay. his one of his sons um is trying to get a uh, do you follow him do you, no one of his sons is trying to um he once had a world record for pull-ups and he wants to break the new world record mm-hmm. and like just watching like everything down down to the point of like his, the, the health of his hands and like you have to go okay here's my timeline yeah. in the day to do this here's my like prep schedule it's like like running a marathon mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you have to be like okay this is how many miles i have to run i have to build myself up to that and like all of these things and like you know you just become so methodical about it mm-hmm. and you're like okay i know my marathon starts at this time so i need to get as many runs in around that time because your energy levels change throughout the right, day right right you, you know if you only run in the evening time and you do a morning run like it's gonna you're not gonna be running at that same yeah. pace and like yeah. same thing with like like sports and your goals and stuff like that. you have to be very clearly defined at like here's the like average of what i do now like i think mm-hmm. one of the things i do that i think is really important is i track my runs mm-hmm. like speeds and stuff like that i don't just go oh i'm gonna go run four laps it's like no 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 i need to like i i specifically use a a run tracker when i when i was wearing my whoop too um i was like tracking like how many calories i was burning what my heart rate was like mm-hmm. all of these like different metrics because it's like have you ever heard the the quote anything that can be measured can be improved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean and that's really what it is with athletes too like you know that's yeah quite literally why there's scores right for, right. for most things so in times for mm-hmm. endurance mm-hmm. stuff but yeah that's the only way you can get better at it imagine like you know you give everything you have and then you get to the end of it and you're like, wow, if I would have tried just a like hair Like, I had a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I left something on the table. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's one thing I had to learn. So, when I was, like, super overweight, mm-hmm. I couldn't run at all. And, like, or maybe for, like, 10 seconds. And uh, and I remember the thing that... So, when Cody lost weight first, my best friend. Mm-hmm. When he lost weight first, like, he was running all the time at that point. Yeah. And uh, I was like he used to be fat like how did he not be fat anymore like, <laughs> you know what i mean like you just don't know what you don't know yeah and um and he was like hey like the mentality you need to have is if you're still alive you can run oh yeah and I was, he's like you can pass out throw up or die mm-hmm. there's the only thing that's gonna happen to you if you run too run if you if you stretch yourself too hard that's what's gonna happen you'll yeah. either pass out throw up or die uh-huh. he's like and really the only one you have to worry about is throwing up it's like I mean, most of the time you just throw up and feel better. Yeah, you know and you're mean? fine. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's like, don't you know, push through. Uh-huh. And that mental 
like barrier of like a I feel like I'm at the end of what my body is able to do. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't even get close to that. That yeah, they don't know what that feels like. Yeah. yeah. Like I listen to a lot of like ultra marathon runners mm-hmm. and that's something they talk about is like people don't realize how much they can really do. When you hear yeah. that somebody ran like uh when, do you know who David Goggins is? Mm-hmm. When he talks about like uh, when he first signed up for an ultra marathon, it was like a hundred or no, it was 50 miles. And he mm-hmm. thought it was a stage race where you'd like run a certain amount, stop, like hang out. And then, you know, yeah. start up the next day at, a, uh-huh. at the same spot. And then he realized it was like consistent. He's like, fuck, people just do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Right. And like, it, yeah, the human body is like capable of a lot of can things. do a lot of things. Yeah. Most people don't even get to the end of it though. Most That's people don't even get halfway to what, what their uh, body is capable of. The, something I learned about like, how I experience pain. So I ran cross country in high school, like just for fun. Like I'm not a super crazy runner or anything. It was literally just for fun. And, um, our coach would, um, he would push, um, this kid who was in like special education, uh, in one of those like running strollers, the kid had cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. And so obviously he could not run. Mm -hmm, And, um, but he would just have like the best time, like with our, cause you're going over like terrain cause it's cross country. So mm-hmm. we're always on like a smooth path, like in the coaches, he's running fast and that's faster than that kid has ever gone in mm-hmm. like the shoulder. And he's like, Aww. you can hear him like laughing the whole time. And before I remember before one race, like, and sometimes our coach would like push it. He would race the kid, but uh, stay behind everyone else. Cause mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you're like this kid won, but yeah. you're like, really it's your yeah. coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, anyways, um, uh he just started talking about how a lot of people would give anything to feel the pain that you're feeling when you run like mm-hmm. it's not you know there's pain that means something bad but then there's like this good pain it's like it just means that you're feeling so yeah. i like altered my thinking to like pain just means that you can feel things and like what a great thing to be able to feel that and be in tune with your body and i, I don't know i would i would just think that and the people who never take advantage of that and maybe it's because they just don't know like how great it can it's be. scary to start i mean yeah. that's, that's why i really wanted that quote the the you don't have to be great to start but you do have to start to be great that's why i want yeah. it because like so many people the the, the what are they the, the the martial arts equivalent of that is mm-hmm. the hardest belt to get your white belt yeah because so many people just won't start they'll mm-hmm. just live that that life of like a, oh well, maybe one day yeah you you don't know how many like me and andrew will be talking to someone they're like oh i, I yeah i just want to i'm going to start working out before i go to jujitsu or i'm, I'm going to lose some weight before and it's like just go <laughs> i did there's the same like, shit yeah and there's ginormous people in jujitsu there's skinny people there's everything you know oh uh. dude there's i've seen competitions of like dudes where i'm like how have you been doing jujitsu this long yeah like, yeah you're just like laying on Massive. top of people mm-hmm. yeah like, and, like that's an, i understand maybe he should lose some weight too but um but i was the same way so like covid caused me to stop lifting at the rate that i was mm-hmm. so um so i started i think it was 2018 or 2019 when i started like to lose weight and i was like on a pretty good path I went from like 280 to like 200 and s- 206 was like right at the beginning of covid that was the lowest i'd ever been mm-hmm. uh in my adult life and um, a lot of it was running, but still a lot of it was still lifting weights, but, um, but I stopped lifting weights to the point where I was, so I felt like I wasn't as strong. I was becoming more of an endurance athlete at that point. I see. Um, and I was so worried about being over, uh, overpowered by somebody mm-hmm. that I was like, Oh, I want to like, before I start jujitsu, cause like I had been saying for years that I wanted mm-hmm. to do a martial art. Yeah. I, cause like I, when I was a kid, I did karate and I got to be a brown belt, which is right before black. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's when I stopped mm-hmm. and I was like, like to be that close to the end of something and then to give up, like pissed me off. Yeah. Um, but I was a kid and I didn't know any better. My right. brother stopped going. I looked up to yeah, my brother. Like whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, I always knew I wanted to do some kind of martial art because the confidence that you get from it, mm-hmm. but like the the calmness that you get from it, that's the hard part. That's the other side of that coin that most people don't realize. You're like you never see a like hardly ever do you see a black belt in something that's like starting altercations. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's the gentle art, but also just knowing that like you're gonna be fine. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that, so, that super. It's like I do mm-hmm. this every day. Like yeah. I'm so comfortable because I do this every day. Mm-hmm. Um and like that so i really wanted to be a black belt in something that was one of the things on my bucket list whether mm-hmm. it was freaking haikido i didn't care yeah um but i wanted to be a black belt in something and i was like oh, I'll, I'll sign up for jujitsu but like you know i want to go get strong first before mm-hmm. i do it or lift weights and stuff like that and then um i remember my wife came home one day and she was like oh hey i signed you up for ju- uh, free <laughs> jujitsu class that's happening like the guy who i've been training with at crunch yeah I like remember. yeah he's like uh, he's starting a jujitsu thing and uh and i signed you you up for it and i was like oh cool like and then I remember the day of the first class. I was like, all right, hey, you ready to go with me tonight? She's like, no, 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 I just signed you up for it. I'm like, you signed me up. This, like, do you not understand? Like, this is two people. Like, I, I watched really fights at that point. funny of her that she was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm tired of hearing this motherfucker talk about talk about it. Yeah. Be about it, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I just, like, wrote my name down on the list, I guess. But but now she loves it, too. Well, I so uh, she, I guess she didn't realize what jujitsu was to a certain yeah. point. She just knew that I wanted to do it. And uh-huh. I was like, this is like a two people thing. She thought it was just going to be a bunch of dudes. And that first class, were you there for that first class that Andrew did? I can't remember. There were so many girls there that I don't remember. Oh, it's his class is like largely women, which is so weird for jujitsu. I would Unusual. always make fun of him. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it's because you're handsome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <but laughs> Dang. Yeah. You ugly bitch. No, <laughs> He's listening. No. Um, but, uh, no, there was like so many women there, and then I came home and told her. And she's like, "What? You were doing? Like, you were rolling on the ground? Wait, yeah. where did that bitch put you? She's that like, bitch put you between her legs? No, fuck <laughs> that!" And I was like, "No, you don't understand. She was choking me." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, well, no, fuck that." Yeah. And uh, like, and then she like went to the, the next class, and mm-hmm. then ever since then, been yeah, completely go. different. It's hilarious. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what made me start. If she had not signed me up, I probably would still not have been started. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I said that. That's a weird way to say that. Have I been get, started. I, I would not have started. Um, I would still be looking for a reason to like start later. And I'm like thankful that she did. Like I'm, I'm tempted to just call Colton and be like, "Hey, I signed you up for Wednesday's class, so they're expecting you." You know what I mean? Sometimes like, you need that push. You I've know? thought about it. I've thought about it. I'm not, I probably won't do it. I want you to make that decision yourself because yeah. I think that's important. But I will. But um, gotta get to the kid first. That's only gonna make it harder, bro. You know it just as well yeah. as I do. But regardless, um, like the starting was the hard part. And if Daniela had not made me start, I would still be waiting around to start. And the same yeah. thing with the podcast. Like it, it was easy to hang out with my friends and record it. Um, the hard part was like doing the rest of the stuff that's not normal for hanging out with your friends, like such as recording it and posting it. Recording yeah. it was like, you know, you just hit, hit the little red button and it starts recording. You right. know what I mean? And well, then, like even us, like we probably wouldn't hang out by ourselves. Like, <laughs> but like here we are. Yeah. Legitimately. Uh-huh. Like that's it. I always say this is the perfect like excuse to sit down and just talk with people on a, on a distracted mm. by other things. Yeah. And like, especially cause like, especially when Colton's here and we can like Google shit. Mm-hmm. Like what? How tall young gravy is? You know, what yeah, I mean? that's <laughs> like, important. I, I, but I, you I have to cool. have a fact checker. Yeah, I think it's cool. yeah. Not, not even. We don't. Have I've been quoting stuff, stuff, and you haven't been. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm no, kidding. We don't have to fact check. <laughs> this is the world is your oyster. You know I mean? just say stuff. Yeah, I do too. And you'd I be like, it. "Wow, it's all true." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like to say the wrong thing confidently all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're confident. Yeah, really, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i say the right thing not confidently all the time but yeah um yeah i hard, hardest part starting especially with physical performance because so many people just don't get educated on it i think our honestly i think our school system is fucked i think our school system is wrong for uh like k through 12 
I agree, but in what way do you mean? What I mean mm-hmm. is I would say up to fifth grade, it's probably pretty good information. Mm-hmm. Once you get into middle school <laughs> is where know. it starts to go for a tailspin, in my opinion. But I also only know the school system for Florida when I grew up here. So much of what Which I learned... Which in the grand... If, as far as the U.S. goes, like they have a pretty good public school system. Not Yeah, compared to most of the world, but not all of the world. Uh, I think that... Um, start it, cause, so I've... Not to gloat, but I always was like in advanced classes. Yeah. And so in advanced classes, they teach you like a lot of shit that if you're not interested in... It's like, just because I tested highly, I have to learn extra shit like mm-hmm. to challenge myself which i'm yeah. you know, glad i guess but um but like i learned a bunch of sh- bunch of shit pretty much from like seventh grade on mm-hmm. that was not necessary for like life and like stuff that like you lose it because you don't use it and i'm like why was i so focused on learning just shit that that some like i think as a percentage of mm-hmm. like, if you look at it as a hundred percent of kids go through this class, mm-hmm. it's like what percent of them actually end up using it as adults? Maybe two, two percent. True, but I think the main thing it changes how your like the synopses in your brain, like how your brain is because that especially at a young age, like your brain is so malleable, especially at a young age, and like how you think is just like largely structured on what you do day to day. And I mean, like you liked math, right? Like a lot of people be like, I I won't ever use math, but it's Fuck math. <laughs> I liked math too, but it's it's problem solving. I mean, I think you hear that a lot. It's how do I get around like this problem? It's logical and methodical thinking you know if you if you have a math problem not everyone is going to be solved the same way but you might take similar steps yeah and that's important to apply to a lot of things i think that we should especially math i think we should teach it in a different way because it's Mm. so uninteresting yeah math is the problem is that it gets to the point where it's like the math gets so advanced where it's like the likelihood that you're going to need this is like i think after like sixth seventh grade i think you know being able to solve for x do you think that we should do like other countries and like do tracks because like i needed my math right like in econ i you have to do like through calc four like whatever i I think my personal opinion of it is that they should something that everybody has to do Mm -hmm. after they turn 18 and go live on their own Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that should be being taught in high school is like transitioning people from school into becoming adults if you make it to where people are really good adults they can focus like if it's if it's second nature, it's, yeah. If, if some things are automatic, then you can focus on other things, right? Because sure. like, how many people don't know how to change the oil in their car, or they don't know like how things work basically in a house, or like how co- how to cook? I mean, so many people get sick from food. Yeah, but if you're good at problem solving, then you can figure it out. Right, but they don't. They also don't teach problem solving anymore. Either. It, it, that, that's my point. It, the way that they teach, they, like that's the goal. But the way that they teach it is not like I think a lot of math should be like sort of statistics should be more heavily utilized because that's used in like every especially today like it's so heavily used and i don't know it it should 
be geared more towards application because there is ways to use complicated math. Yeah. Obviously, in high school, you're not doing like super complicated math. Like, however, you I was doing some pretty fucking crazy shit, like like the graphing stuff that you used to have to do. Well, right, yeah. Shit. I don't know like, how. Yeah, the proofing for me was the worst. The proof, yeah. I hate proofing. That was yeah. I don't even remember that what that is. That was the bane of my existence. What is it? I don't like proofs either. It, it's basically like showing why you things have to are true. Write yeah. out every step of what you're doing and all that. I was like, here's yeah. the answer. Oh, like, but why oh, did you get oh, there? No, oh. that's a big show, part. Show of, your work. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. part of like a econ <laughs> PhD. You have to prove like why we know things. And well, that's it, how you find yeah. errors. Yes, that's how you that's find true, errors. That's true. Yeah, you can see. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I did seven plus five here, but I should have done yeah. seven plus eight. But like proofing also it uses like uh, like some theory too. Yeah. But anyways, my methodical ass loved that shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I, I hated loved it. it. Hated it. If if the math was the, if because there was a lot of math where I was like. I hated like complex fractions that went on for, or like a, like a decimal place that had like 12 decimal places. Mm -hmm. I hated that. Yeah. Not a, still not a big fan of decimals and fractions. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just not, it's annoying to me. I like round whole numbers. I don't okay. like, I don't like excess, I guess. Um, that's probably why I liked math. I liked math cause it had exact answers. I didn't like in reading and like language arts, it would be like, which answer <laughs> is the most correct. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I, I, that shit drove me up a wall. Yeah. I don't like that either. But, you know, in English, like, you're reading books and you have discussions and maybe you start thinking about how other people live and you hear what other people... I don't know. I think I, all that's, I think like, that aspect's good important. for you. Yeah. yeah. But, but the I had way, to read books yeah. I did no interest in and mm -hmm. I would, like, I would have to struggle through them. Or I, I can read and zone out. I can read the mm -hmm. words that are written on there and not think about them. Yeah. It, I didn't become a strong... I wish... That's one of my regrets as a kid is I wish I would have been a strong reader. Like, legitimately. I wish, I wish reading came easy to me. Yeah, I think that's one of the like most important things. That's another thing I think about child rearing. My we went to like a you know, a private school like before second grade. So, I went to public school in third grade, but it was only because my mom wanted to make sure we I, I lived in like a very like it was like low income community our school especially in Oklahoma in general, it's awful. Yeah, it's not and, good. And um I don't know if many people getting wealthy and retiring to Oklahoma. Mm, yeah, new. No. But I mean, it has a low cost of living, actually. So if you just wanted to hang out, I guess it's yeah. fine. But whatever. Yeah. So um, it was just like wasn't a good school it's not system. A destination state. Yeah. So yeah. we went to private school when we like kindergarten through second grade, just so my mom would know that we knew how to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you know how to read, you can find stuff out, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so that gave her like peace of mind. But yeah, reading it's important. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, I think that too many people like if. I think too many people struggle, like, the, the fact that they don't teach credit to kids, but it's such a huge part of people's lives. It can mm -hmm. determine where you go in mm -hmm. life and what decisions you make and where you live. And then, you know, because you didn't learn credit, and you didn't understand it. Now, all of a sudden, you're living in a poor economic situation and you're surrounded by other people that are in poor economic situations and people are a product of their environment. Oh, yeah. So if you can teach kids how to uh, strategically and, uh, you know, to survive in society... Um, then you're going to create a better society because you have more people that are able to function in it. And That's the true, problem, yeah. the, my biggest problem, and my cynical self thinks this, is they don't want people to understand mm -hmm. the things that make them better because the majority of the money that is made in the, in at least in the U.S. and in, in, in a majority of the world is made off of poor people. Mm -hmm. Is made off keeping of, poor people poor. Yeah, or you know, the more middle class poor people, the more you can convince them, like, hey, you need this thing. Yeah. Because this is what everyone else has and you're going to stretch yourself and do that. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, that's because most people don't have guidelines for their budget. And next thing you know, they'll be like, yeah, I need that designer bag or whatever. Yeah. And I think just the people who are making um, like public school standards, usually I'm not saying all the time, but usually they come from a background where that was a given, you know, under financial literacy was a given or it came from good homes yeah or yeah. they've done so well now that they have forgotten what it's like to not know or whatever and so to them it's like okay so i need to learn that that's their parents responsibility but sometimes the parents don't even know or they don't care yeah. or they, whatever they yeah. don't have time because all they're doing is working yeah they're, and they're, that's why that leaves social mobility like impossible I, it, so my yeah. uncle was a principal a school mm-hmm. principal and i told him this because i mean that's something i believe in in um, you know, obviously they should test it first, but mm-hmm. my, my thought was like, you know, the school system, cause he made a good point. He's like, at what point is it the school system's job to be the kid's parents? And I'm like, you're right. But like your people don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, like if, if their parents have bad credit, I think if you looked at a graph, statistically speaking, if their parents have bad credit and don't know how to cook, those kids are more than likely going to have bad credit and not know how to cook either mm-hmm. because they're going to grow up. Occasionally, you're going to have outliers of that, the kids who resent that they have bad credit and, yeah. and that. But I think that statistically, it's it's much easier to do something you know than it is to seek out the uncomfort of doing something you don't know. Yeah. And I think I, educate, I think I think like nutrition should be a mandatory subject. I think learning another language. If you're, I think if you live in a country that any country the top two languages you should everyone should go through school learning those top two languages like english and spanish for america Mm -hmm. i think that should be incredibly important yeah because like going back what you said earlier like you can it's very easy to other people and be like oh those people over there because you don't speak the same language as them Mm -hmm. it's like you guys probably feel the same way about shit but you just don't understand each other so let's focus on understanding other people Mm -hmm. more and i mean that's something i try and really pride myself on is like putting myself mentally in other people's shoes Mm mm-hmm because I feel like you get a better understanding of life that way. Like absolutely, one of the things on my bucket list is to live in another country for two years. Like mm-hmm. that's a like that's a very unusual thing, but it's because I I want to like have what I believe is normal challenged, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like that. Yeah, I remember like growing up, there was um, I don't know, just like a very successful guy in our community, and he always said like he thinks the most important thing that you can do and most beneficial thing you can do for children is. Uh, travel with them because just the more you see how other people live like again you're able to put yourself in other people's shoes and that's like a very great life skill but yeah yeah yeah. and and just understanding that like uh you know what you believe is normal is not necessarily normal like your norms to you like like that's why people will watch like a bizarre foods you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because they're like oh we're gonna eat this fermented shark and it's like yeah what what? like i would never yeah. Or like what's normal to other people is not normal to yeah. you. And I used to disagree with you about taking like nutrition, like financial literacy, whatever. Like I'd be like, no, like you can just like read books, figure that out. Because like, I wanted, I remember my school didn't offer like that many advanced classes. Like it just was not. And I wanted like more, like I really liked chemistry. I wanted like more chemistry, whatever. And, um, but you know, you, something I learned, especially in college is like, you are your own echo chamber. <coughs> You can only, and that's why I think people are like, oh, you can learn stuff without college if you have access to books, whatever. But you're going to read books that you're interested in. You're going to mm-hmm. read books that, stuff that you know about. Like being your own echo chamber is like the worst thing you can do. Like I think can sometimes be. you have to like make people like mm-hmm. digest information. Yes, like you, yeah, you do. And it's part of that maybe a class in which yeah. you're like, hey, you've never heard about any of this stuff, but like I'm going to mm-hmm. change the whole, yeah. your whole way of life with this is how money works or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I just think that, if you made it easy for people to be adults, mm-hmm. if you taught them how to be, 
you know, if we had a, a general idea of like, I think it would help the economy. I think it would help the the entire like, um, po- uh, like basically population of the United States, if you made it to where the average person was able to be better. Yeah, yeah. And I think in order to do that, if you teach them to be like good, because I mean, okay, let's look break it down to this. There's 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. eight hours of that sleeping. You know, eight is at work. Yeah. So. If you can make it to where the eight hours where they're at home, where the majority of people live the same, mm-hmm. they, you know, they use, they use, uh, they have a credit score, they have like bills, yeah. they have budgets, they have, you know, uh, there's just, you should teach these kids like, here's the normal things that you need to focus on. What you do during that eight hours that varies so much between people mm-hmm. for what they do for work, that is harder to, to broadly teach to kids. Right. So I would say if you made it easier for them to do the stuff that almost everybody doing, you provide nutrition for yourself, keep yourself in good shape. But that's, I mean, those also go against business as well because then big pharma is going to take a dip say, in money. They don't, they don't want you to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then you have less, you know, factory workers because factory workers is typically like not skilled labor. It's like, yeah. a, hey, we need you to move A to B. That's mm-hmm. all we need you to do all day. And don't question yourself, get a paycheck and live, you know, very minimally in your life because you, you were going to keep you under a certain way. Um, and I think that if you made people good at being adults, they could focus on other things more. At least it gives them the option to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if it made it to where it's like back burner, like how many people when they come out of their parents' home, they have to and they go to like eat something, they just end up eating what their parents ate, and yeah. that starts this cycle of now. It's like I think that diabetes for a lot of people is not the only reason it's hereditary is because you just do the same it's thing the same your parents life did. habits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I try, that's, I think that's another thing I noticed too, is like, I don't want to end up, there's certain aspects of both my parents that I want to end up like, yeah. but then the other aspects, I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And if I take that same route that they take, then I would end up in that same spot. Right. And I don't want to take that. So I have to do different things in order to achieve different things. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that too many people would just, they struggle at home. And it translates to struggling at the workforce too. Well, yeah. I mean, you can compare it to like the hierarchy of needs or whatever. If you don't have those basic things met, then you can't focus on anything else, you know? Yeah. And I mean, just teaching people to budget Mm -hmm. and like making kids run a mock budget. Like that's not something I did. Well, yeah. And like you said, living in chaos, like some people live in chaos because they don't budget and you're like, it doesn't have to be this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It can be better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, uh, I've seen... I mean, in the finance world, you see people all the time that have fantastic incomes mm-hmm. and you're like, we have nothing to show for it though. Right. Nothing to show for it. Where's this going? It's yeah. like, they upgrade their lifestyle. They have nicer dinners. They have, they wear like a little bit more expensive clothes and mm-hmm. then they just, they divvy it all out. And you know, it's not, they end up not living a life that they want to live, you know, on paper they've done so well, mm-hmm. but in reality they've done so poorly. And that's not something I want to do. I'd rather, I'd rather... I'd rather live a very modest lifestyle and have like a uh, modest lifestyle as far as like financially and um, mo- um, not monetarily, but like uh, financially and uh, as far as like possessions go. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I very much like minimalism is like a movement too. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Like having less to yeah. me. It feels it feels like a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And there's like a certain freedom with not having too much stuff like. Yeah. Yeah. Every every time I move, I'm like, I just want to get rid of all of this. Mm-hmm. Dude, we we make it a habit. Yeah, I make it a habit to like get rid of clothes like that I don't mm-hmm. wear or, um, you know, something that's like it's like, why is this just taking up space? Like this just being here takes up space in my mind. Yeah, yeah. It, my family has like 
moved away from like a lot of gifts. Like we might do like one small thing per person or like just some like yeah. money or something because we had this whole discussion. It's like gifts. It's like, you don't want it. They don't like, they spent this money on something that you don't care about. And now it's just in your house. And I just, mm. you know, it's just stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I, I've always, uh, so like what's something I try to do for Christmas gifts or birthday gifts or something mm -hmm. is like, there's a lot of stuff that I want when I see it, but then I see the price and I go, the return on investment for me yeah. is not worth it. Like mm -hmm. this thing costs $60. If it was 20, I'd be more apt to buy it. Right. But because but it's, it's 60, 60, I won't buy it, but I still want the thing. Yeah. So, uh, I always tell my friends like, like Colton's birthday is coming up as, as is mine. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we'll probably not end up doing anything for either of us, but yeah. I've always said that, like, like I have a list of things that I want that I won't buy myself, but if somebody wanted to, like, those are the best gifts. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Something you wouldn't get yourself, but you actively want. Yeah. Exactly. Those are best. Exactly. Those are the things where it's like a, thank you for doing that because I wouldn't have not done that for myself. There's a burden <laughs> of me buying it and you assumed that burden and it doesn't feel like a burden to you because you're like, wow, I, like, I want to get this gift for you. Yeah. That makes the person who gives the gift feel even better. Yeah, because you're so excited about it. I highly That's, recommend maintaining a list of shit you want that you won't buy. A wish list. Yeah. That's what I always have something and Andrew's like, just buy it. And I'm like, too luxurious. That's what I always say. I'm yeah. so luxurious. <laughs> I can, but nah. Yeah. And yeah. he's sometimes hard to get gifts for. Okay. Andrew doesn't have a lot of needs or even wants. Like he just like, he mostly just wants a lot of rash guards but <laughs> if he wants something like i'm like oh my god like he'll talk about it i'm like i'm gonna get that for him like for whatever yeah. next holiday and then he just buys it for himself and i'm like what he's like well i i have the money i want it but i'm like it, it, what's that is that, it, Ari it's, that ariana it's luxury. grande song yeah. i want it i bought it or whatever it is i don't know yeah don't know. so yeah. i'm like oh i have to think of something else for your next gift but i don't know he, he also doesn't have a lot of stuff so it's always like you could use this i guess you know i, I am the opposite of that I will talk about wanting something for years before I buy it or before way. I have it. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like what, how long have I been talking about how I want an additional camera and then a video changer? I mean, that's a little different though. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I but, but like, so it would be so easy to just drop like 50 grand. on this You podcast could make your make podcast it. exactly like Joe Rogan's and have all would the it equipment. It'd be so easy right to drop now. 50 grand. For <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. To, Literally. To, like within like I, you could go balls to the wall and like spend a bunch of money. Like I could get like way better cameras, way uh -huh. more of them, uh -huh. way better equipment, way better place to do it. Like a way better like furniture. I could do so much stuff, mm -hmm. but like that doesn't make that. That's not of my character to oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. spend a bunch of money. Like I like even several thousand dollars. Like I think over time, like something has to make sense for the money for me. You need and to like, so like level up to get to that point. Right. So like uh, the equipment and stuff that we use for the podcast currently is relatively low budget, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though it might to, to people who don't have a podcast. So you're walking, you're like, whoa, I'm he's like, got this wow, whole, yeah, like, microphones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How Headphones. long have I been doing the podcast for? Like two years, something like two that, two and a half yeah. years, something like that now. Um, and like, I mean, it's taken that long to get where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. And um I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like I like, it's not of my character to just go buy a bunch of shit to to potentially have. Like I have to really, really want it for a long time for me to justify getting it. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. That's like when I uh, had my house in the last place I lived. I had multiple empty rooms because I'm like, if I don't really like furniture, like I'm not gonna get it. And it just, you know, you can just accumulate. You don't have to outfit your whole house right mm -hmm. then. Yeah, yeah I'm somewhere. very much a big fan of like smaller, like, uh, dude when I say like living a part of the honors community to feel like how, <laughs> how that would feel like that would just be so cool 
to experience that. Like, I just want that experience under my belt. Like, like on my, my life resume, that's what something I think would be cool to have. Maybe mm-hmm. I will do that. That would be a cool thing to do. But it's like, hey, guys, I'm here to join. They're like, oh. I, I love tiny houses. Do you know what tiny houses? Yes. I was actually, when I was at the Indodonis, they had it playing on the TV and I was watching it. But um, I, I could totally see myself living in a tiny home. Home Depot sells them for like $43,000 now. You could build one. You know what I mean? Like I, we will, my wife and I have been to the, the tiny house festival twice and we would have went more if it wasn't for fucking COVID. But like, I love that shit. Like the idea of living, like, it's just so, so easy. We lived in a mother-in-law suite for our first place. Yeah. Like, you could do a 360 and clean the place in 30 minutes. That's what tiny. I love is the cleaning is easy. And I keep looking for like, uh, thinking of like buying a house again and like everything is too big. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I want something super nice. Like, like I want updated appliances, but I want it small. And that's, it's hard to find because I feel like people just want a lot of space. And I'm yeah. like, I don't need a lot of space, you know? And it's, it's just more to clean. Especially if you're like planning on like wanting to have kids one day. Like you have to consider that in mm-hmm. the possibility. Um, that's like, uh, you know, I think right now for me, I think the limit of what I would want for a house would be like 1,200 square foot. Because I feel like... Especially if you're gonna have, it depends on how many quick kids you're planning on having and stuff too. Um, but like, I feel like that's a good number because it's like you can adequately use all of the space. But it, oh yeah, but like yeah. it's not an abundance of space either, mm-hmm. and you have to be methodical about what you use each individual space for. And like, I, I hate. I'm not a big fan of knickknacks. I hate like yeah. Yeah. I want yeah. I want nothing. Like I want an empty home. I don't want like a it stresses chicken, me. dude. The only reason my house has things in it is because of my wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they like to decorate, yeah. Colton's like the has like a lawn chair. Like, I, I would literally have my, my computer desk, my computer chair, and maybe a recliner and the TV. That's like all I would have. No, the TV I'm, would I'm be totally, on the ground. Legitimate. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm or, totally the same. I hate things just like sitting there, like why is it there? Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> stuff on the wall, like <laughs> no. I do I do like I know my podcast studio does have stuff. Um I, I think some nice pictures. A lot of it has are meaning. Good. Yeah, like yeah. stuff that means like whatever. Yeah. But like that's but not there's really no taking... method to it. It's no. kind of just like yeah, it's just eh, this place. goes here. <laughs> and it's not taking up space really because yeah. it's on the wall. Yeah, yeah. The the jacket that's hung up on the wall mm-hmm. is a little bit. I mean, it sticks out a little bit more. But that one's like uh, it's got meaning to my grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Aww. So um yeah, but uh, where the fuck was I going with that? Can we take a break? I gotta pee. I gotta piss so bad too. Alright, cool. We'll take a pee break and then we'll finish it okay. off. Somehow we're adults. Do 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 you normally start talking about like do you feel like the theme of this podcast is like goals and people like reaching or is that just like the theme with like me? Nick? If the conversation dries out, he'll kind of steer it. Okay. To certain Are you things he has. I'm dry? No. Okay. <laughs> no, so uh Normally it starts off we just start talking. I'm and trying then it to just goes. Uh, I'm trying to think. So like I like free flowing conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, people that like. Uh, not that I don't like it. I do listen to some podcasts where it's like written down questions yeah. and people that ask it to elaborate on it. I feel like that's less natural, and I enjoy those less. Yeah. I really enjoy the um, free flowing conversation, but like I think I end up just. I think that's why the podcast is so much of who i am Mm -hmm. because and the reason somehow we're adults works as a good name for it is Mm -hmm. because it's so much of like what i naturally end up talking about it becomes so second nature for me yeah like um yeah i I think it's just i mean i talk about this shit Mm -hmm. all the time 
the, 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 I feel like for a while there, you had a predetermined set of questions you would ask people. Yeah. And I feel like over time, we, it just kind of gets transformed. Yeah. 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 Well, also, plus, like, I feel like we didn't really know that much about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Most you, of the time. I, mm-hmm. I, that's how it is with most people that come yeah. in here. So I think it's hard to ask questions when you don't know. Sometimes. They, you know. That's why I, I like being in this seat where I'm not, like, the main person talking. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I moved here, I didn't really know too many people. And I started hanging out with him. And I was like, okay, we can have his friends come on. I can listen and learn about them. So it mm-hmm. kind of helped. Yeah. It, it also helps, too, like... Uh, I like just my listening. personality is the... You ever, like, Colton is the friend that, like, he never makes friends. He just friends just make there. him. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I saw, I met him, and I worked with his, uh, it was his girlfriend at the time, but his, mm-hmm. his wife now. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with her, and I was like, wow, she's super cool. He must be cool, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I made He's that there, connection yeah. in my mind, and then, like, I, like, talked to him, and I was like, I had determined before we were friends that we were going to be friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, it, right that behind every uh introvert there's an extrovert that befriended them because they would leave him like, alone he just that's wouldn't me. he just wouldn't leave me alone so i was like i guess i gotta be friends with him that's how i feel like <laughs> me and andrew started dating because like, i'm pretty introverted but he's just like talking talk and i would just like be there mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right yeah yeah i'm just like i'm yeah. here an annoying poking person Danielle is yeah. very introverted as well mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. kind of thing i was just yeah. like hey 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 and she's like okay i guess here's me <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like yeah. that's how it literally felt and um yeah, all the time. Yeah, I'm a person as far as friendships go. Like, I like to have one person where I'm like, "This is my per, this is my friend." You yeah. know, like, I don't actually need any more. <laughs> Which, like, I have I've made quite a few here, like especially from jujitsu. But there's one girl in jujitsu, and she, I think it's just like she's like we're similar age, and like we're very just like similar. But she's super extroverted, so she just like I feel like we had to get to know each other because she would just like ask so many questions, like whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, then now we're known as like the duo in the gym. Like I'm because I'm like, this is my friend. I will do everything with her. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm the person where I, I like I have to have a duo. But. Most of my friends are, are introverted, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what like attracts me to being friends with them is that they're introverted. You're yeah. like, come here, because my I'm pet. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I know there's more behind this, yeah. this facade that you're we're putting mysterious. on. Oh, shut up. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, I just, I, I love to listen. I, I've always... I think it stems from being, um, what would you call it? Um, Gay? Yeah, before that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, that's, the, that's the dude I in me. Care. I, no, I don't from care. From having low confidence as a kid. Yeah. Growing up, I just always listened because no one would listen to me. Yeah, you didn't have you didn't have anything to yeah. talk so about. So I, I just listened and learned a lot. I do. That's what, that, I feel like that's like, my mom would always say, because you know, you want to describe your children the best way possible. Mm-hmm. She would always just say, oh, my observant child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, really, I'm just oh. like, what, what is everyone else spend? saying? Exactly. Yeah. You just be like a fly on the wall, just kind of observing everything. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, are you youngest as well? I'm the only child. Okay. Interesting. So, so yes. maybe you had a lot of adults around. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, because I always felt like my older brother would kind of like talk for me, and so um like they had me about eva- okay like I always did well in school okay like I was perfectly developmentally <laughs> fine okay but I I wouldn't talk a lot especially to strangers like and my brother i would like ask him to ask things mm-hmm. like whatever and he'd be like oh can we blah 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 because i told him to or whatever and so they had me like evaluated because like i wouldn't talk but they'd be like she's just quiet mm-hmm. like yeah. you know i don't well, know you developed your own personality yeah, yeah. And, and i had a lot of like pushing from my parents like i remember they would make me order my food and i would like cry because i'd be like <laughs> i don't want to talk to anyone but that was good because now i can mm-hmm. i just like do you, and then do I you still go- do you still do that though to a certain extent do you like i cry hey, when i order my food no no no, no. i mean like like <laughs> yeah. do you ever be like hey Andrew, can you just like order this for me? Like, 
not ordering but like i will tell him to go ask someone something i was like hey can you tell so-and-so this like yeah he'll do it for me yeah and so i i do the same thing with my wife sometimes and there's been times where i'm like 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 we'll go to like order coffee and like i'll order my coffee I always make her go first because I'm like, that was just always like women go first mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, I'd be like, okay, go ahead and order. And she'll like turn and tell me her order. Like, half, <laughs> oh, I don't like do if, that. Like, I don't like do if that. you're the person taking her order and Colton is me, she'll be like, yeah. hey, um, yeah, can I just get like a vanilla latte? <laughs> and I'm like, what if them, not me? <laughs> and them. the person's like, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like, and like, I can hear you. It's so, I don't know. I, I, I grew up, uh, my dad is incredibly extroverted. And, um, and I guess my, I don't even know if what, what my mom would be. I think she's extroverted too. Um, but I, I grew up with like a good dynamic of that um, where I can also, I can be okay with not being the one who's talking, which mm-hmm. is surprising to most people, but I can be okay with not, mm-hmm. not being the one who's talking so long as that other people are doing it. Like I'm, I, I think I'm an incredible listener for somebody who talks this fucking much. And um, yeah. I think that uh, like it, it just bothers, like it's so, it comes so easy to me that like, when I got with my wife and she's so introvert that like, she'd be like, Hey, like, can you order this for me? And I'm like, what? Like, like what? this is the like, <laughs> bullshit. What do, you, what do you mean order it for? You can't order it yourself. Like I was just, like, it was just the social like, anxiety is real. It's, but it's not something I've ever had to deal with yeah. to that, uh, to that level. But like to the point where it's like, I, I, I don't even understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've never been an anxious person. I've had anxious moments, but like I wouldn't classify myself as anxious. Yeah. It's not your state of being. Yeah. yeah. I, I was the kid in school that like school, like class presentations. I dreaded class presentations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that I did too. Yeah, which is weird. Even when they'd be like on the first day, and they're like, "Okay, stand up and introduce yourself." Like, nope. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, I honestly hate that stuff. I have even told friends like, I I rehearse it in my head (laughs) before they get to me. Yeah, Yeah, I've even said like friends, you know, girls. I don't think guys are this way, but girls will like talk about their wedding, and I'm like, I don't want to have a wedding because like then people like look at you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't know, you know. Don't do it. Yeah. My advice. Why do you think I like being off camera? Well, I think they're a waste of money as well. Yeah. That's why Colton's off camera. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm, I'm not that's on camera. That so makes sense. Yeah. I can just sit in the background. This is easy for me because it's like a one-on-one conversation that we're just capturing and then allowing people yeah. to observe. Right. Like it's yeah. almost like they're sitting where that camera mm-hmm. is. That's yeah. what I think is cool about it. Yeah. But we don't, they're not Yeah, you don't really us. notice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really notice the camera or anything. Yeah. Like, it, like it, it's there though. It's looking at you. Stop. <laughs> Bitch. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> We can delete all of this, Hannah. None okay. of this is live. If you decide, if you get to the end of it, and you're like, actually, just You've act like that streaming. never happened. Yeah, exactly. No, just act like it never happened. All right, cool. Yeah. We'll just delete it. Yeah. We've never had to do that. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, no, they, there's, if I had to do a podcast, like a conversation like we're doing in front of, like, essentially in front of a group of people mm-hmm. online, but if I had to do this, like, live in front of an audience, it would change how the conversation Drastically. Oh, I'm for sure. Me. Yeah. yeah. I would be like sweating bullets right now. I would have like giant pit stains. Mm-hmm. I would be like, um, yeah, like my voice would be shaky. Yeah. yeah I think I, I told Andrew, I was nervous because I always, even in casual conversation, like I try to make things that I say accurate. Like, and if not, like I will clarify them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's an admirable quality being like, just be confident and just say it, even if you're wrong, you know, but I, I don't know. I'm just always like careful. It's, it, that's a joke I say. No, no, yeah. I get it. I get it. But um, I don't know. Just to, to be aware that you are not right. I, I don't know. I, I just always would. I want to be accurate when I speak. And if I don't know, I want to be like mm-hmm. very transparent about that. And so I was really nervous to 
to do put something that out there and then i know that when, when then yeah. when i try to clarify things sometimes i just like keep talking and they're mm. like what are you talking about at this point and <laughs> like, i'm like just eat dog food yeah <laughs> and I, and I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say it and then people are like, what what are we talking about right now yeah so yeah. that was my main fear but i also know like i won't have you on your order for me but i like if something's like it could be said, it could be like a little controversial or I want something from someone. I'll have Andrew because he's like a little puppy and he's so likable because he like doesn't even know. what. It, so he's like, do, 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 do. He's like, hey. And he could just, I don't know, he's friendly. He's friends with everyone. He can talk to a wall. So like everyone thinks they're his friend. I didn't and know so, that about him when I first met him. I thought he would be an introvert just by how he speaks. Because he's quiet. Yeah. yeah. But the, the something I, I always tell him, like my favorite thing about him is like, it doesn't matter if you're the biggest nerd on the planet. Like he will talk to you and try to help you like if you want to learn that he's like oh let me help you with that or like you want to get into this like I'll, I'll teach you about that like he he's just like he's so accepting of everyone and he doesn't seem that way because he's like this guy like super athlete like whatever yeah. you know he the things that he does he's he does very, well yeah, he's very abnormal yeah but he's just so accepting of other people and i feel like i'm always like a like a who are you you know like <laughs> yeah. i don't know so yeah it, it's something that i like but anyway yeah so he'll go and i feel like i have like kind of resting bitch face so sometimes <sighs> i come across as like a little that never that never scares me though yeah. you see past it <laughs> like, that's a person they live yeah, a yeah, life yeah. just like mm-hmm. i do and that's if true. they're willing to be nice to me i'm willing to be nice to them yeah like i i i'm very i try to be very unassuming mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. of people and like what they are and like and do and until you have proven to me that you are an asshole, I will assume you're not one. Yeah. You know I well, mean? I got a very warm vibe from you and Danielle. You're nice. So, uh, bro, oh, we went to AT&T yesterday to switch our phone service. <laughs> and I literally, like the girl that was there was very like, have you seen the TV show Parks and Rec? Yes. You remember April from Parks and Rec? The girl who's like very yes, melancholy. Yes, yes, yes. Like, that was her. What? You like, had that? Very goth. There was, mm-hmm. The girl was very similar to that, right? And she... uh like I'm, I'm, I am who I am at all. I mean, unless I'm depressed, but that's very, very rare. Um, but I was like, just who I am normally. I'm just, you know, happy to be alive kind of person. And she literally, she, she like looked at my wife and she's like, "What it is about Spanish girls always dating like white golden retrievers?" <laughs> like that's literally what she said. <laughs> she just, I was she, like, I was like, yo, she got why rid are you of the, so accurate? <laughs> what does that mean? But why does that make so much sense? <laughs> she got rid of the filter that day and it just came uh-huh. out. Yeah, I yeah, white I golden retrievers. Because you think about a golden retriever as a dog, as you know, they're just happy as fuck. That's like, you, I'm just ha- literally. literally. Yeah. yeah. When she said that, I was like, damn it. F-? I literally looked at him. I was like, the fuck does that even mean? But why does it feel right? <laughs> and, yeah, dude, I was like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, that's, that's just funny. my personality. I'm a, I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I can be mean. I can be an asshole. Like legitimately, mm-hmm. but yeah, everyone has that ability. Yeah. Yes, but pr- predominantly, I'm like a happy, excited person. Like, uh, I try to be relatively introspective too. Um, you know, and I don't know. It's just who I am. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not me. I'm suspicious of everyone. Constant vigilance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but... I am too. <laughs> but I'm also like super secure with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Which is weird. I don't know. I don't. Life's weird, bro. That's the thing I've come to the conclusion of is it's so crazy. Life is crazy. It's weird. It's beautiful. It's ugly. It's uh, everything, you know? I don't know. It's it's cool. Do you ever think about like sometimes as far as personality goes, like when you like someone, you're like, I just like your collective experiences. Because if you are your experiences, you're like, I just like everything that you did before. Do you think about that? Yeah. It's not really you. I mean, part of it's you, but it's just all by chance. mm, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean that's half the reason I do the podcast. I like hearing hearing people's stories, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. like because your stories help define you. Mm-hmm. Like if you can tell a story about something, it's typically something you remember for a reason. Yeah, you know, um, I really, 
like it's so I, I think variety is what makes life awesome. Mm-hmm. And like if if I met somebody who lived the exact same life that I did, like I feel like I'd be so bored. Yeah. I'd be like, Okay, that's cool. You did that thing too, cool. Like Yeah. I would hate myself if I yeah. met myself, you know? I don't know. Maybe we would do jujitsu. It would be cool. But uh, I, I want to like do. Difference. Sorry. To you're good, you're good. I want to do jujitsu with myself. Like that is my ultimate dream. That clone and just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm like a, you know, I'm like a sturdy female, but like, I'm not as strong. I don't know. I just want to battle myself. Whip your own ass. Yeah. But <laughs> this anyway, is such a weird conversation. Finish. This is like, it's just got like, like that's like such a weird thing to think about. It's like Jim Carrey, liar, liar. I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. Never seen Col- that. Colton's a movie guy. Never you didn't know. You'll know now. Um, Colton's a movie guy. Mind. Seen all the movies. Trait of an introvert. Except for me, I'm not a movie person, but you know. And I'm, I'm a big nerd, so I like computers and coding. You're the guy with the laptop? Mm-hmm. But what were you saying? I interrupted. Sorry. I don't remember, but now all I can think about now is like, what is it about that makes oh, me Oh, you wouldn't want to hang out with yourself. Oh, except yeah, for yeah, you were yeah. like to juju like, too. But it would I like be nice. talking to other people. Like, yeah. Uh, it, I guess in my perfect, what is it, rational human being thing is your metric for like normal. My normal, what I would like my everyday life to be with is a lot more disciplined than I am now. And I'm not saying I'm not disciplined now, but it would be like disciplined to the point where I'm a machine, but it mm-hmm. schedules the time for the things I love. Like mm-hmm. honestly, having like my disciplined self does not drink coffee every day in my mind, but mm-hmm. something there's something about sitting and having a cup of coffee with somebody and talking with them that's like so like i don't know the the endorphins that i get from that or something like Like we had coffee this morning we just hung out and talked like that was so cool like the those moments i I don't know what it is about them but i cherish those like Mm -hmm. uh i spend a lot of time with my grandparents and we do like a lot of coffee or just like the old-fashioned stuff that I feel like is not normal anymore, I feel like are the, some of the most valuable things. Mm-hmm. Like, I will go, like, take my grandmother and be like, hey, we're going to this new coffee spot, and you're coming with us. And then we'll just sit there and <laughs> have coffee. That's so cute, yeah. Like, my grandmother made a pie the other day. So we went and got coffee the other day. Mm-hmm. We took my grandmother, and we went to this new coffee spot in Tampa, which she grew up in Tampa 100 years ago. So, like, she knows... <laughs> she knows yeah. tampa like like she's like oh this used to be da 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 da. this area has changed so much and you get to hear the history of like mm-hmm. how like like if you meet somebody who's uh, and this is going to sound really like disturbing but like if someone who's at the end of their life you know what i mean the time is not of the something they have a lot of a commodity wise yeah. um they have this like huge perspective on life that it's just like too many people ignore yeah i think a lot of people think of their grandparents as grandparents but they were like you like they were mm. your age at they experienced you know? similar stuff and yeah. just different and it just wore different clothing that's yeah. the way i look at it yeah and so uh, i like going and taking my grandmother out because i get to hear her experiences and and you know what life was like back then and like she is a product of how she grew up and yeah. like you know like she doesn't like facial hair. She doesn't like tattoos because during that time that meant like you were in jail or you right, afford, yeah. you were poor or you were homeless or like she doesn't, uh, you know, she eats the same way. Like it's just like the habits that she's established and like the monetary habits that she's gotten from all of it too. Um, you know, she's a big proponent of a paid for house because mm-hmm. it's A, the security of it and B, like that's where num- the number one most expensive thing that most people purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like hearing all of this stuff and then but we were talking uh, we 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 went and had coffee a second cup of coffee that day when we went for we went to Hyde, it was actually the day uh we all went to Hyde Park uh-huh. the next day i went back to there with to Hyde Park with that, my grandmother but, okay, yeah. cuz she wanted to just go walk around we were oh, trying to kill time and yeah. we sat and had coffee at the same place we all went to to lunch at and we sat and had coffee there and she was like oh this pie that they have here it's just not like it used to be cuz this place has been open for a long time she's like it used to be made by this one lady and it was like this and i have a recipe that's that's mostly there there was one secret thing that they wouldn't tell me and i don't know what it was <laughs> but this this pie recipe i'll have to break it out and like next thing you know like my grandmother sent me a picture on friday and was like hey i found the recipe and made the pie stop by when you have time and uh, i'm like that like melted my heart like yeah. a little bit. i was like oh so I, I, Friday, most people's Friday nights are like, oh, I can't wait. It's Friday to go out and do this like, uh, like, you know, just clubbing kind of thing. You yeah. Know, like that's like the party day or whatever. Friday's like the party day, if you will. And Fridays for me have always been like the day where I can like kind of like dial back life because I go so hard Monday through Thursday and yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Night, yeah. so Saturday and Sundays are pretty, pretty crazy. So like oftentimes for Fridays we have leftovers for dinner yeah. and I'll go hang out with my grandparents. That I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I, well, I went I and had, I went and had, so I went to my grandmother's house and it would have been so easy to just show up, eat a piece of pie and then bounce. And then go. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's raining. Uh, my dad wanted me to go feed the dogs at his house and he likes them to be fed at a specific time. But I was like, they'll be okay. Yeah. But I literally sat and had a piece of pie with my grandmother. And then I just sat and talked with her for like an hour. Like I, that is like, that moment is like, so huge but seems so insignificant yeah and i'm like that that's like i don't know what it is about those moments but i love those moments Mm -hmm. and that is what makes life beautiful to me no i totally agree i love old people in general but like yeah grandparents and i think we don't pay that is one thing i miss about moving from I've already said my state where I came from. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying I was trying to remain anonymous, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty big state. Yeah. yeah that's fine. Uh, yeah. That... Jennifer would just change like, everything. <laughs> just everything about um, you. Yeah. You need a hat. It's... You need a hat to like cover your eyes too. Yeah. I, I can blur your, your whole section if you want on the camera. It's fine. <laughs> Again, it's like futile. I mean, I like, who cares? Everyone's like, bitch, we don't care. But anyways. <laughs> and I'll just like in the description for your podcast, this person came on the podcast to talk and that's the whole description. <laughs> My voice is like lowered. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a, yeah, a yeah, voice like, filter. Oh, like the like the CSI yeah, ones. It's just like oh, the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that wouldn't be pleasant to listen to. <laughs> Maybe it would be better than my voice. Actually, I don't know. Um, but that is one of the. Ma- I very much miss my grandmother, but same. She's like a force. Okay, it's so like she was ahead of her time. She's like ninety three, so she's like really old for a grandmother. I think she had kids later, and then my parents had kids later. And um, but she was the first woman to graduate with an accounting degree from her university. And then yeah, and wow. then she worked for the same company that I worked for now. So I what? feel like we have like a special little, you know what? But I don't know. She's just like a smart lady and she's just you know this so old now there's a wisdom that comes with like there's a difference between being smart and being wise yeah and there's a lot of people that are smart but are dumb yeah mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. they're just not wise mm-hmm. um and i would i think it's better to be not smart but wise mm-hmm. yeah and and you know wisdom is something you get from people who have uh, like one of my favorite quotes is uh, the hard part about life is it is understood backwards but lived forwards yes so if you meet old people who have lived a lot of life and you get the experiences from them without having to experience the pain that they, they, they go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
that's immeasurable. Yeah. You know, I think part of the reason I'm a relatively blunt person when it comes to hard subjects, mm-hmm. um, to the point where it makes other people uncomfortable. But I get that from my grandparents. I, I was babysitted by my grandparents growing up. And my grandmother had, I think she's been married three or four times. I think three. And she has been through abusive husband after abusive husband. And then now her current husband is just awesome. He's, he's it was technically he's my step-grandfather, but he's been around my whole life. So he's just my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And she had to, like a a, a break in her like um personality where she was just like i'm not taking shit no more yeah and, yeah and since then that's like she's so blunt about stuff and like that that rubbed off on me i was like i saw i only saw benefit in that and i was like fuck it that's what i'm, I'm gonna be blunt like Why that. Sure yeah well yeah. and i think like us as a generation like we've all realized that everyone has stuff like bad stuff and like nobody really you know i i think in previous it's like so worried about what other people think and at this point it's like who cares like appearance was everything yeah bmw's got their status because they made people feel like they had status yeah mercedes is you know same thing Mm -hmm. same kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah that was actually to like andrew that's my first i guess like long-term relationship and i I mean i'm still relatively young like i was always in school so yeah he was the first person i dated out of school so I just never really gave like long-term thought, honestly. But um, family dynamics is something I think that we both had to get used to because I think his is just more like matter of fact, like they will joke with each other back and forth, you know, like kind of give each other shit. And like my family is just like so polite. And I'm not saying like one is better than the other because at yep. least his family like, <laughs> yep. like they'll just come yep. out and say it, you know, like man's like so polite, like you have to behave. And so sometimes he would say certain <laughs> things in front of me and I was like, 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 yeah. like, we yeah. actually don't say that. <laughs> yeah. But he's just me. It, everyone laughed like he's being funny it's just like you know not he's not prim and proper about it yeah and, and he can't he's a very polite boy you know but you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. I, I, I would it. say my family's to the extreme end and yeah. i can be prim and proper at moments and yeah i would just prefer not to be yeah like, yeah I, I like swearing i like yeah. uh mm-hmm. talking about like uh, a lot of, a large side of uh one of my one side of my family is like a uh you know hold their themselves to a certain standard of how they appear to others and this that and the other and i have gone complete opposite i'm like i don't give a shit what people mm. think about me i care about what i think about me yeah and how like like so many people will try and fake an appearance so i mean we live in a society of people who want to appear like they're doing better than they are and i'm yeah. like i'm the opposite of that. i want to appear like i'm doing worse than i am yeah and people learn they're like, oh. yeah you know yeah. yeah like i drive old used cars right yeah because like, yeah and i think something that like changed my thinking when I moved, because when you move, like nobody knows you, and you're like nobody, ca- and then you mm-hmm. learn that nobody cares. Yeah, about no you. one cares. No. Yeah, because yeah. you're just like a person. Like you have no family here. You're not the center of anyone's world. Gives so huge perspective change. Yeah, and you're like I can just do whatever I want, mm-hmm. and you make your own life. I don't yeah. know when you don't have family around. I feel like it kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's possible to achieve. That's why I wanted to. Around, but. That's why I wanted to move countries or move states. Like the, yeah. both of those things are on my bucket list. Is two different things. Yeah. Like yeah. coming from a small town, like we had like less than 10,000 people growing mm-hmm. up. So everyone knows everybody. Yeah. And then you come here and like, this is the big city to me, Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. I mean, uh, now I actually, I can like start over almost. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can create what you want, it, yeah. what, what you want out yeah. of it. You can craft yourself a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. you didn't grow up with the same people anymore. Yeah. Right. You were right. saying something about like uh, family and stuff. I've just never been a big you hear fan. The donkey? Yeah, did you hear the donkey for a second? Yeah, I did. yeah there's, <laughs> there's donkeys in the around here, a bunch That's of them. Cute. Um, but the I, I don't know, like I've always been like a um 
a bitch no I, i'm sorry yeah 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 100 100 but like I, i've always like like i'm okay with like people like joking with me and stuff like yeah. that too like I can, I can laugh at myself and too many people are worried about how they appear to others and it's it's terrible like i would rather like do look like i'm like to be like oh my gosh do you have money it's like yeah i have money because i don't spend it on stuff to make it look like i have money right right yeah that's more important to me because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you i mean the material possessions are just bullshit yeah especially like cars mm-hmm. i mean they do the the hard part is about like especially when it comes to like real estate and stuff like that is you have to appear a certain type of way because you have to have to appear as normal or doing well in society which which is it is hard to be abnormal and have good finances mm-hmm. and appear like you have good finances that's hard yes. to do yeah yeah you have to judge fit your in appearances you... yeah mm-hmm. when you're in yeah, they judge what kind of house you're in yeah. what kind of car you have but you know they might not see the debt that you have yeah like mm-hmm. i saw i saw a quote the other day it was like the normal is to to go to college have you know fifty thousand dollars in student loans then you know get a $35,000 car mm-hmm. and you you finance that finance the car you know you get a credit card and then you buy a $350,000 house and then now you've you know you're close to half a million dollars in debt and you work to just pay that stuff off mm-hmm. and hopefully you can live life between those two things yeah uh, yeah in econ we call that income smoothing where you take out a bunch of loans when you're it's actually advised. But again, Why is it humans advised? are not rational because it's irrational for you to like live very poor. Okay. So like if you don't have a lot of money in your twenties, uh, it's just in econ, like it doesn't make in the research realm, like it doesn't make sense that you suffer those times. And all of a sudden you make a bunch of money. Now you don't know what to do with all that because money is worth less. The more and more you have, it's worth more when you have less of it. Does that make sense? It, it it's, it's like a, so. if you have like a graph, it's not, it like everyone e- each like marginal amount like if you have a graph it increases it less so oh, you're okay so you're gonna have a graph that's like this like it, it what you're saying go- is like to to um like if jeff okay, bezos like, buys a yacht for 10 million dollars why does he need three right. yeah or even but, if but you have it, pizza it is, his net worth it's nothing yeah exactly. but say you're like really hungry and you have a piece of like that first piece of pizza is going to be so good and the second one is probably really good and the third one's probably good but like you're getting full and mm-hmm. the fourth it's like okay and then you don't want a fifth piece of pizza maybe you do, I do. but like yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but at a certain yeah. point you don't even <laughs> want that piece anymore but it but tomorrow you will want it so it makes sense for you to have it tomorrow right so income smoothing is that it the money that you have later past a certain amount is better used when you're young so you should take out loans i'm not telling people to take out loans that's not even the point it's just like yeah. a funny it's kind of just like i'm not it's that's not a, advice it's, it's a term f- yeah it or is it's, like, it's a funny like phenomenon that we use it's not given for like the general public it's just like a it, it's used to like explain things in research yeah there's 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 different views of like if we were machines debt. that's what we would do mm-hmm. right yeah. there's different views of debt and i mm-hmm. i'm uh, so much of of what is good in life it's in the the fruitful things of life in mm-hmm. my opinion are come from delayed gratification oh abs- i completely agree like the it's too luxurious like i have to have it on a special day you know same thing yeah. exactly and, well I, I feel the same way about like like if you don't have the money to buy it mm-hmm. then to me that means that it isn't time to have it mm-hmm. oh i complete living above your, above your means is yeah i yeah. completely agree and, but but we live in a society that's normalized living above your yeah means. i also like i mean yeah it can become an issue because if you don't look out for yourself like if you don't ensure your safe like 
you know, if some catastrophe were to happen and you don't insure yourself, like you become a hazard to society because now society has to pick up the slack for you. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Like it, it's kind of a, what do you mean? I want to see like morality thing, but like if you're not insuring yourself, like if you don't have a safety net for yourself, the government becomes a safety net for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the, because whether you plan on it or not, if a catastrophe happened and say you didn't have any money now, you would be like either bankruptcy, whatever that means you defaulted. So now someone else's rates are going to go up because it like, yeah. it's not one for one, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? But just like, you know, some people uh, like insurance, you may have to pay more because some people are really sick. Whereas you're healthy. Why do I have to pay so much? Well, because right. the company still has to make money because they're, they're making money off you because they're losing money from someone else. I don't yes. know. So that sometimes yeah. that's how I think about it. Like if you're living way above your means, like you're causing a destruction to society, but yeah, that's a hot take. Because I know I'm a privileged no, you're, you're, human being, but no, yeah. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense though. Because you're 100% right. I mean, yeah. So, um, like one of the things that I use to parallel that, as far as like the same kind of like idea, mm-hmm. is like, uh, you know, the fire department and like the police is a relatively socialist idea, right? Yeah, yeah. We all pay exactly. taxes for it. All of our money gets used for it. But most people don't use it very often. They never, right. like, I'll never see a return on my investment for that, mm-hmm. most likely. Mm-hmm. But if I ever need it, it's available. Yeah. But then, like, so my dad was a first responder. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, legitimately, like, they would run repeat calls on people because, like, that person, like, abused it. Or they would be, like, you know, there were constant problems. So, like, some people, they're just, like... Like you're the reason that this has to be this way mm-hmm. because of like how you handle your life and 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 they're just like oh we got to go see Johnny and they're a regular and it's like yeah they're a regular for the fire department like my yeah. dream is to die and have never needed to call nine one one yeah yeah isn't I, everybody's dream yeah, yeah. and uh, for Florida you you pay uh, it's like in a it's on your property taxes as an assessment it's not a tax because it's not it's not ad valorem it's not based on the value of your home. I know what all that means for real estate. Ad valorem <laughs> means in relation to the, the, uh, value. the value of yes, the Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, but fire... It's so cool. I can't believe someone else just told... Okay, sorry. If fire and emergency services are not uh, based on that, it's just whether you have a property or not. And that's because it doesn't... You would think like, oh, well, if you have a fire, the bigger the house, like the more firemen it will take or whatever. But that's not really... They send like the same... Uh, based on if it's like uh, like a warehouse or a residential. If it's a res- residential unit, they pay the same amount. If it's yeah. a hotel, or they send this dispatch the same amount. If it's a hotel, they send dispatch a certain amount. So your tax based on the type of place you have, whether it's residential, multifamily, yeah. um, business, whatever. And and people always, this was an alludement to my last job. People and in city and county council meetings, people always have problems with that because they're like, oh, why? I just have a small house. Why should I pay more than this? Mm-hmm. But the small houses are the ones calling 911 more the often. Most, Low income yeah. call way more. It's, it's and crazy. So, it creates yeah. a cycle of, of repeat too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long wind. It doesn't matter, but yeah. that's a fun fact for you. <laughs> that's yeah. how Florida assessments yeah. are done. But anyways, too. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just one of those things like... uh. I don't know. I, I don't know how if that could be approved on at all as far as like, uh, you know, I don't use the fire department that often. Why do I need to pay as much money in taxes as everybody? It's like, yeah, but then you privatize it. And then like, you know, if you didn't have money for it, now you can't afford this thing. And yeah. You're just going to. I mean, it's essentially insurance. It's just like a different form. type of insurance. It's, ta- it's government taxed insurance. Yeah. So. I was read, listening to a podcast about insurance and like all the different kinds that we should have. Like, OK. Most would, people are underinsured. If, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you could have divorce insurance, would you get it? 
If I could have divorce insurance, would I get it? Yeah. What is it insuring? Attorneys. Mm. I think it would be too expensive. I don't know. I would I would have to learn more about it and think about it more. I can't mm. just say for certain or not. I would t- most of the time I think they tried to offer it but it didn't work out. I, so. I firmly believe and there's a lot there is a lot of bullshit insurance. There is yeah. too much insurance yeah. uh, for a lot of things because the insurance capitalizes on people living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. and they go, Oh, you know, you don't need to like phone insurance is one of the ones that kills me. Yeah, I don't have, yeah. Because like, like I can buy a new phone if I really need it. Yeah, but a lot of people most people know, cannot. Yeah. Most people have to finance their phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like the words like you said earlier, self insure. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if that was the word you used, but that's the word. Yeah, I it use. was. Yes, yeah. to self insure yourself against most people calamity. Have, most yeah. people do not have an emergency fund. Right, right. They they it was I forget what the statistic was, but like most people cannot handle a five hundred dollar emergency. Yeah. If they miss a paycheck, they're fucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're out of work. Or if yeah. they get if they have to go on disability and yeah. get sixty percent of what they get paid, yeah. they they literally can't afford it. Yeah, and there's insurance designed to capitalize on that. Yeah, like oh, Which, you need to have credit insurance for this yeah. or whatever and yeah. i think like you know there i feel like i've seen where someone can make the best decisions but you have life kind of like fucks you and that happens too but mm-hmm. it, you know sometimes it is based on your decisions to yeah. make. but yeah um one of the things i learned from experience and i didn't realize this until in there's like people who lose weight like make drastic weight changes because they make ja- drastic changes in their life they are typically like it's it's very easy for somebody losing a bunch of weight to also change how they handle their finances. And I did both mm-hmm. at the same time. There really? was nothing wrong with how I handled my finances previously, mm-hmm. but there was no guide for it. Okay. And I started doing both at the same time and like I was like, wow, it's like this the things that you use to lose weight are also the same things you use to correct your finances. Like it's like the same like parts of your brain. It's weird. It's super weird. I don't understand it. I don't like discipline, mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. I think it's a discipline interesting that's I think very it's a, you're aware of everything you're doing that's very well even i mean being unhealthy is expensive yeah. i mean people say the gym's expensive whatever eating healthy is expensive. i don't know i eat yeah. a lot of beans be. like uh, yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like yeah. i eat so much beans but <laughs> my, my, my family calls me the bean queen the bean queen <laughs> it's Bro, a title it's what's your favorite kind of beans <laughs> okay it used to be um can i guess like what oh sure. you said limas never mind Sorry. no that was before i was gonna I guess w- black beans it's that is really up there because they're very versatile. Yeah, yeah. You can make so much stuff out of black beans. Yeah, and they taste uh, good. But although a lentil is not a bean, I eat a lot of lentils. They have so much iron. What are they considered? A legume, I think. I don't honestly don't know what the fuck the difference is between a legume and a bean. They're all beans to me. Yeah. I think a lentil. Google it, Golden. What? We have the internet. What's well, a lentil? I think yeah. it's a legume. They're what? just so healthy for you, though. So versatile as well. I eat I pasta you made of L E N T E. Is it L E N? Yeah, E. Yeah. Yeah, words are hard. L-E-N. They are. Uh, we I had know. the I and E switch to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lentil. So legume. There you, go. there you go. What's the difference between? Can you Google what the difference between a legume and a bean is? Are lentils and beans the same things? There you go. Lentils and beans are both types of legumes. So while a lentil isn't a bean, they both belong to this. Okay. Whatever. I, it lost. just is they're both vegetables. They're both vegetables. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. The, Anyways. <laughs> regardless, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you know, you can, being healthy is expensive, but so is being sick. Yeah. Being, 
Yeah. Going back to that delayed gratification thing, being yeah. healthy is a delayed gratification of like longevity in life. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you could get in a car wreck and die. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. something that is regardless of your health, but it's like, you know, too many people are too hard too go, go too hard in the YOLO. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just like, oh yeah, I'm going to have this thing. I don't know. I, I think the more mm-hmm. I have disciplined myself, the more I enjoy life. That's the oh, crazy yeah. part. Oh yeah. I think it makes things mean more. Do you, okay. You know about like type two fun? No, tell me about I it. I don't know if that's like a widespread term. My brother and I always talk about it, but you know, you have your regular fun. That's like, I'm hanging out with friends. Like I'm eating good food. I'm going on a roller, co- like regular fun, whatever is just like regular fun. To fun you. in the moment. Yes. And then there's fun where it's awful and somehow it makes it fun. <laughs> that is my favorite kind of fun. I feel like yeah, there's like the something. The yes. Rewarding. Yes. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, if you go, I remember I went camping with Andrew and I'm like, this camping is fun. It's too easy. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I want to have to swim across a river. I want no stores by. I want us to starve for three days. Like, I, <laughs> like that's the kind of camping I want. But they, we went camping and we were like, there was a store down the road we could go to. There were like showers on the campsite, which is like cool, fun. Like, I want it to be difficult. Like, you can't drink because you're worried about the elements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, that. Uh, can't drink alcohol. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, we, were, you know, it, it was kind of like a relaxed, like, situation, which yeah. is cool. It was just wasn't what I was expecting, yeah, yeah. I guess. You want, you want survivalist. You want, you want, like, primitive camping. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, build a fire, cook over the fire. And type two fun. Yeah. And then the type two fun is afterwards. You're like, that was fun. So and that's you're what, like, what? <laughs> that's what hunting is for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Col- yeah. Colton's been like, there's been, I mean, Colton almost fucking, how many times have you almost died doing stuff Quite with a few. us? Yeah. yeah. Like he goes completely pale and like, cause he's just heat exhaustion and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I grew up with asthma too and being heavier doesn't help. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to, once I get going, like I'll go until I pass out and yeah. I get there quite, quite, he, quite he, easily. He's, he's knocking on the door a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. cause I don't get in much air when I do stuff and but yeah. Or he'll start like hyperventilating slowly. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but so, uh, I really like hunting because like it's that type two yeah. fun. Uh, uh, now that I have a term for it, I'm gonna call it that forever. There you um, go. Mm-hmm. But you go hunting and like it's, it's hot. It's hot. You're not showering. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. disgusting. Like everything is everything is so much harder. Yeah. Everything like waking up, sleep sleeping is a chore because uh-huh. you have to like you know like we sleep in air conditioned buildings yeah. where it's like oh my temperature range is this if it's 76 i can't sleep if mm-hmm. it's 72 it's like perfect yeah like we live in that and then like when we go hunting it's like okay you're sleeping in a truck yeah like a lot of a lot of times yeah you're sleeping like not laying flat with your feet in shoes which mm-hmm. i hate wearing shoes mm-hmm. and then like you're you have to be so cognizant of all the equipment that you have all of the stuff like and then not only that too like you have the elements around you you have bugs around you <laughs> you have like all of these things like mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's you're so atoned to everything, and you, a, it's humbling as fuck. You realize yeah. we're these like meat meat vehicles that are pussies, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, then you like you leave and you're on your way home. And I I realize if I had a fun time hunting or not when I shower or when I get home. That's I was when I just about to say when you shower and you have That's that first meal best. after it, and you're like, <sighs> you like get into clean, yeah, like air conditioned clothes, the coziest you've ever been. Just getting in the river. Yeah. yeah. We do that whenever we go down Dude, there sometimes. So there's a, the yeah, there's, there's a spring-fed river. And a lot oh. of times, I think the only times Colton's have been, yeah. Colton has been is when it's hot as fuck out. Yeah. And when it's hot as fuck out in the woods, there's deer flies. And deer flies suck ass. Like, like huge. They're, well, they're, they're, they're just big. The, the little they bite, yellow they flies. Bite. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, bite yeah. and they're loud as shit. And then like, 
like d- bug spray does nothing for them. Like we have, we take all these mosquito repellents and shit yeah. to try and get bugs to go away. But they deer flies are it. like, hold my fucking beer, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And through your clothes, everything. Like sucks. on your face, will touch your. Like they just like they'll swarm you. Like you'll yeah. feel like like if you could see it from like a video camera away, it would be like a swarm Literally. of bugs around you. I have a whole other story. I'll yeah, tell you it, in a it sucks. But um, but like you get hot and sweaty, and you like get like a film of like goo on the outside mm-hmm. of your skin from being in the sun. Yeah. Especially if you're putting sunscreen on and yeah, bug spray. I hate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get that like texture. Goo, yeah. yeah, and then the salt. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, and then and you're hot and you're overheated. And you're wearing, but you have to wear long sleeves because right. you want to keep as much of the sun off of you. It's gonna scratch you. And bugs yeah. and mm-hmm. then dust and like. And you got fucking waterproof snake boots on, so you don't get bit by snakes. Mm-hmm. But your walking feet through. are sweating now, and mm-hmm. like my, now my yeah. feet are hot. Your your body starts to swell too. Like um, my ring fits. Yes. Be tighter mm-hmm. in the heat and stuff like that, and then we'll go in the middle of the day when we're at our like most like fuck this is when we go to like a spring-fed river mm-hmm. and you get in it and it's sixty degrees mm-hmm. and, like, and oh. it's bliss. Uh-huh. It is like like you're like all of a sudden you're <laughs> freezing to the point of shivering because yeah. like you've been hot all day, so sixty feels like fucking thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you like get it and you're like, like it's amazing. You have to like jump in it because if you try to slowly do it, it's gonna take you forever to get <laughs> in that water. It's like I don't know that. The, yeah those are the good moments those mm-hmm. are the moments and you get out and you like dry off and you feel like refreshed mm-hmm. those are awesome mm-hmm. um and then the showering one's like mm-hmm. the best so, like you get home and you shower and you put on clean clothes and you're like this is something i take for granted normally yeah or like that's a lot of things i try and do is like the stuff that i do normally like and just drinking coffee like mm-hmm. i really have to like i have to be cognizant and like take a sip of black coffee and be like oh that was mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. i was like enjoy it because you, you could just let it slip by. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's hard for me to be in the moment. I'm, like, a hard-to-be-in-the-moment kind of person. Like especially I'm the like, same. I have to be like, what? I enjoy this podcast. Like, I, I need to really think that I'm enjoying this podcast kind of thing. I actually think, because, like, we're both, like, oh, like, time efficiency people, like, go, go, go. I think that's, like, where that stems from. Because I, sometimes I get worried about, like, time passing. Because I'm, oh, I have stuff to do, even if I don't have anything to do. And I'm like, why am I? Actually, yeah, I did... Uh, this guy was dating a long time ago commented on that he was like i feel like you're always like in a rush to be somewhere and i'm like actually yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like that was where it comes from though you're like you're busy and i don't know i almost have to like schedule time to have nothing scheduled yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. like that's that uh i don't vacation well mm-hmm. like i have to be actively like that's why i like hiking so much is because mm-hmm. it's basically like being active while being in another terrain. Yeah. Um, I like to have activities planned. And yeah. Activities yeah. 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 Cause I don't want to waste my time. Right. Yeah. And like, like I'm here. yeah. Um, like I, like watching movies feels like a waste of time to me, but I enjoy watching movies. So mm-hmm. that's like, there's like this, like just d- do it. Just yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I have to plan to like, uh, to go, like we went and watched a movie last night and like we went to the movie theaters and watched a movie and I was like, mm-hmm. Like, had I been at home, I probably would have given up, like, halfway through this movie. Yeah. And, like, it's just easier for me to, like, uh, a big thing as an adult that I've noticed struggling with is um, in order for me to enjoy something as far as, like, uh, an activity or something, I almost have to leave my house. Because there's just too many things to do at, at home. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially watching the movie. Yeah. I'm a perfectionist. Right. That's why I like tiny houses so much is you can actually get everything perfected <laughs> yeah, in, in that no little time. Yeah, yeah, true. And true. then you can just sit and enjoy you're sitting in a room full of perfections in your mind. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. As, as weird as that might sound, that's like, how Like, ah, everything's done. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at home, I'm like, oh, the, I needed to hang that picture frame up. Oh, well, this this new shelf that she's bought, I need to hang that up. And, oh, well, you know, I don't have the right equipment to hang that up, so I need to run up to the store real quick and get that. And then next thing you know, I've just burned five day, hours mentally. Yeah. Right. And right. I'm tired already, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
No, I, my my brother rock climbs, which I think is like the ultimate like type two fun because it's scary and that, so, yeah. That's a whole other and, type um, of fun. I don't classify that as type two. That's scary as fuck. Yeah, I've done Love a little that. bit with him, but one uh, one time I was visiting him, um, and he was like, "Okay, we're just gonna like basically do this hike to this climbing spot." I'm like, "Okay," and so I'm thinking since he said climbing spot, I'm thinking it's bouldering, which is you just go like up like a certain rock and then come down. Um, but the hike is really, it, it's difficult. You don't need climbing shoes for the hike, but it's very quite vertical. It's like up this mountain. And then, and he's like, yeah, just keep your climbing shoes like in your like backpack, whatever. And then he's like, okay, we're to the spot. Um, we're just climbing a mountain. Like that's what the whole, <laughs> it's not boulder. Like we're climbing a mountain. We brought nothing. This is, it's huge. It takes like, it, yeah. So then he's like, okay, put on your climbing shoes. He was like, all right. He's like, usually people hook into the wall because, you know, you like hook in as you mm. go. So you don't fall. Yeah, exactly. But he was like, but he was like, I'm like, I feel really comfortable on this mountain. So I'm going to hook you to me. And if you feel like you're going to fall, like, just let me know and I'll hold on tight. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear this story. No. I, oh, my God. <laughs> so, again, like, he's good. Like, mm. you, you, really you got a lot of trust in his grip. <laughs> yeah yeah he and i have this like crazy trust for my brother i don't know i feel like he was always he always just told me what to do and I, it always worked out like i don't know i think he's a great human being but anyway he's very strong mm -hmm. and i was like okay and yesterday i was like i jumped into this like a uh, lake and i broke my toenail because it hit it on a rock so i'm climbing and i don't have a toenail so i'm like kind of bitching about it um, and we're going up and I, it's just like, it's never, it feels never ending. Like I can't see the top and I'm, and I don't have a toenail and I, and I'm, and I'm scared and I've done like climbing with him and I don't, it's hard for me to be scared, but at this point, like I was. And so like, I start like, I'm crying, but it's not like I'm crying cause I'm having terror. It's just as a girl, sometimes you just like, sometimes there's just water coming out of your eyes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and like the wind, like, I don't know how else to explain it. Cause you're like, I'm good. I'm just crying and carry on with my life, whatever. Yeah. But you know, and so like the wind, there's snot coming out and like the, it's a desert. It's like the dirt is like sticking to my face from the tears and the snot. So my, it, I look crazy. But anyway, and I'm just following him and I'm like, I'm like, Ian, like how, how do we Get, do we have to climb back down? Because I always hated going down because that's scarier to mm -hmm. me because it, it, it it's harder. Well, kind of. Because if you, it's easier to go mm -hmm. down really fast than it is to go up really fast. You know? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you get it. And I was like, what's it like coming? Like, what's like, he was like, oh, um, because he can already tell I'm like, I'm tired and it's hard and whatever. And he's like, oh, you you basically just walk down. There's like another way down. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, what would you do if it was like this the way down? I was like, I'd push you off this mountain. <laughs> so anyway, we finally get it. And then uh, he's like, okay, so now we have to get down. There's no easy, you have to go back down the mm -hmm. way that you came. So then you have to be, you have to climb down and then like, and then we, we get down to the hiking part and it's hard because you're like jumping from rock to rock and he's like, just pretend you're a mountain goat. But anyway, it's like, so the whole time I'm like crying. We have no food. We have no water. We had like a small water, but we're out there for like eight hours, like in the sun, in the summer, in like the desert. And, and we get done and I'm like, that was fun. You know, <laughs> it's like, he thought he was going to have to like drop me off. His girlfriend at the time, at his girlfriend at the time's house and let me like, cool down before i would like hang out with him again but i'm like no that's great but yeah i don't know that kind of fun Fuck i just always remember, and that. he's like he's like would you do it again i was like yeah but it's like at the time i was like Fuck i hate, i was like I, I remember telling him i'm like i'm so mad at you for taking me on this like you're the 
worst brother he's the best brother but i was like this is awful but then afterwards i was like yeah we should do that again sometime anyway type two fun not even nope. slightly <laughs> interested in ever doing that uh we went to zion uh in utah uh-huh you yeah ever, you ever been there yeah that's actually where my brother lives utah yeah oh okay cool yeah we so you can rock climb in zion right and right. i was like when we were at the zion national park and we were watching people um climb those like fucking big ass rocks and yeah. i literally like my hand like my hands are sweating just from your story you just told yeah. me uh like like I, I, I like i got anxious about it that i don't experience anxiety until we're talking about heights mm-hmm. and uh or spiders but see yeah no i watched people rock climb while we were in there hiking and i'm like mm, that's not for me yeah it's not for me nope i like skiing surprisingly even though that's like you're on the Skiing's side of great. Um, uh, yeah it's one of my favorite all-time favorite things to do yeah i literally like i want to live in a place where i can I want this. I want skiing to be like the beaches for us here. Like I can go to the beach anytime, but like I'm so uninterested. In the I beach. know it, it does get boring. That's my the thing. Like every time I go to see my brother and me ski, I'm like I'm I have to move. You know, but <sighs> wish I don't know. I yeah. wish I could convince my wife to move. Yeah. It'd be cool. It's so much cheaper to live in other places too. Yeah, but in Utah, no, because it, yeah, it's Utah, the no. valley, and like they can't, and then the zone, so they can't build out, and then they can't build up because uh, they have zoning laws. So there's like a very strict. You're talking about in Zion, or were you talking about? No, in Salt Lake City. Oh, like, okay. if you wanted to live like in the city, whatever, it's so expensive because um, they basically can't really build that much because they can't build out and they can't build up. Yeah. So there's a shortage, but yeah, but in the middle, of, we stayed in uh, Salina utah which is like right mm-hmm. smack dab in the middle and there's nothing there like houses have got to be yeah. cheap there there's just nothing there yeah but, but then yeah but then you live somewhere there's nothing it, it's yeah. yeah whatever yeah because i would going back i wouldn't have stayed there because it was so far from everything everything yeah. is a two-hour drive minimum yeah well i've learned i'm a city girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like I liked the view of everything there. Like you'd go to like oh, it's so beautiful. I have a picture I took because uh, it was just so weird because I've been in Florida for so long, mm-hmm. and it's just a picture of like a freaking tractor supply sign, and in the background there's just snow covered mountaintops. <laughs> like I was like, that's so crazy to me as somebody yeah. who grew up in Florida our whole lives. Like it's just like I, I for, yeah, you grew up here, so snow wasn't really like a thing. Yeah, we we went to North Carolina a lot, but North gotcha. Carolina's mountains is way different than yeah. the Rockies, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like driving from Colorado to Utah was in fucking sane mm-hmm. like that drive it was even you know you think about a road trip and you're like oh this is gonna suck that was probably one of the coolest road trips i've ever been on because i wasn't even driving my wife was driving and i was like just like, i actually just like look around mm-hmm. that was so fucking cool yeah and like watching the because you go from like really rocky ass steep mountains uh and stuff like that in colorado like a lot of snow and stuff and the next thing you know there's just you're in utah and there's plateaus everywhere yeah mm-hmm. that was so crazy mm-hmm. to me yeah yeah the desert climate yeah, Utah's beautiful. It is. It it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more I see why the Mormons like it so much. <laughs> I got to sit next to Mormons. It was cool. Oh nice. And I was like, wow, these are just people. I'm being. Yeah, stupid. they're just they're just people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of actually like moved to Oklahoma because it's lower cost of living. Mm-hmm. It's close, isn't? Where is Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma's on top of Texas, so I guess it's yeah. more eastern than Utah. Yeah, but it's still like, I'm not saying it's close, but it's. You, can you pull, some people have a map of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. That's what some people classify Oklahoma as the West. Technically, it's Midwest, the South, yeah. but yeah, yeah. By the Census Bureau, it's the South, but not really. No oh. internet. Your, your Wi-Fi died. Oh, uh, <sighs> uh, it's very possible. Yeah. Yep, it died. Legitimately, the battery died. Oh, well, well, you know. Let me Google it on my phone because I'm curious happened. now what's next to it. Little, little. Well, like to the the West, it's what Colorado. Mm-hmm. New Mexico, Down and then below, it's yeah. 
Missouri, Kansas. I forget what's northeast. It, so well, there's Kansas, Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, yeah. And Missouri uh, is northeast. Is it, is it northeast? Yeah, Col- yeah. So to no, the right yeah. of Colorado is Kansas, and Oklahoma is like, Below Kansas or below Kansas, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know any about that. All those flyover states, and then Missouri's to the right of that. Yeah. Oh, so you, you so Missouri borders Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're actually not. Yeah, Andrew and I, we're not far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, I mean, it's like Georgia and Florida kind of difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he, where I'm from, where he's from, is like four hours away from each other. Where was he from again? St. Louis. Uh, it doesn't show it on the the real quick map I'm looking at, but okay. either way. It was super cool going out. It was the first time I'd ever been like, quote unquote, for me, out west was when we went on that. Yeah. And it was super cool to me. There's nothing. You see yeah. nothing. Yeah. At least from, 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 well, from where I'm from. Colorado and Utah were like, in Arizona and Santa Fe, because we, we went to New Mexico as well, in, uh, in Colorado and Utah and Arizona. That was, the, sorry, the four corner states. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And uh, it was just such a crazy ass, like change in scenery between each state was like so cool to me. That's what I love about America. America, you have so much, you yeah. know. Yeah, cool. And on that note, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I've been, me I've too. Been, I've been like, hungry the past like three hours. Yeah. yeah, so I'm good. You, how, I, how, how how was it easy? Was it? Yeah, was, it was yeah, easy. Right. I just it was daunt, more daunting than it needed to be. Right. Yeah. 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 Told you, easy money. Mm-hmm. Right. Three okay. Hours. You did three hours and fifteen minutes. That's impressive for me. Yeah. You're not. You're not hard to talk to. Thank you. Aw. Well, that good. Mean a lot to you. What? Does that mean a lot to you? No, it does. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad Thank it you. does because uh, for other people, they're just like, it's just normal. Like Andrew is just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can talk to himself. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for doing this, Hannah. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Start your own podcast if you really want to. Okay. It's easy. I'll let you guys it, it doesn't even have to be your name. It can be somebody else's name. Okay. okay. I'll come up with one. All come right. up with a pseudonym? Yeah. Bounce it off me too because I want to hear what it is. Okay. We'll talk about it. All right. Sounds All right. good. Thank okay, you for thanks. doing this. Yeah. Right. Thanks. <laughs> This episode of Somehow We're Adults is over, but if you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to one of the levels of the Patreon, where we will release bonus episodes that can't be found anywhere else. Any of the money that we get from the Patreon would be used to upgrade old equipment, as well as get new gear so that we can make the best podcast for you to tune into. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at Somehow We're Adults, where I share clips and content about the podcast, and the link in the bio will take you to any of the Somehow We're Adults pages. I encourage you to check out another one of the episodes if this is your first time listening. And if you're a repeat listener, thank you for your support. I love making the podcast and I hope you tune in for future episodes of Somehow We're Adults.